Attention Talking Simpsons listeners, we have a special mini-series just for you. We're going through the entire first season of King of the Hill, and you can only hear it if you're a $5 and up patron at patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons. We're giving the Talking Simpsons treatment to all 13 episodes of King of the Hill's first season, and if you want a free sample, you'll find the first episode available for free in the Talking Simpsons feed. Patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons. It's the only place you'll find the first season of Talk King of the Hill. Made you go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. I heartily endorse this event or product. Ahoy hoy, everybody, and welcome to Talking Simpsons, where we always have change for a button. I'm your host, putrid fraud, Bob Mackey. This is our chronological exploration of The Simpsons. Who else is here with me today? Thanks, Bob. You're always Mo. <laughs> I sure am. And who else is here? Uh, lying, thieving, blanking, blanker, Dave Rudden. It's all <laughs> true. <laughs> and today's episode is Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. Dear Santa, if you bring me lots of good stuff, I promise not to do anything bad between now and when I wake up. Amen. Ow! Mm. I'll kill you! Today's episode aired on December 21st, 1997, just four days before Christmas. And as always, Henry will tell us what happened on this mythical day in real-world history. <gasps> oh my god! Happy holidays, Bobby! Vincent Saccone, the inventor of blow pops, dies at 81. James L. Brooks, as good as it gets, is first released in theaters. And the Tamagotchi is the hottest toy of the holiday season uh. in North America. So I heard that the inventor of the blow pop, when he died, like the one person who got his fortune is the person who had the star on the uh, wrapper. <laughs> was there gum in the center of his coffin? <laughs> that's uh, that's what kept him situated. I'm sure he would have enjoyed these jokes. R.I.P. <laughs> as good as it gets was last uh, the last really good Jim's uh, Jim's is that his name? Jim Brooks. Yes. yes. <laughs> you split the difference between Jim Brooks and James L. Brooks. Jim L. Brooks was that his last uh, movie that people cared about? I think so. Uh, I mean, yeah, the last. He directed Spanglish. That's the last one I can name. And then he directed, it's, God, it was with Owen Wilson, and it's like called The Situation's Fine or Things Are Good. There's a joke about that on We Hate Movies where they thought it was called You Gotta Do It. I think it's called Who Even Knows. I mean, it's a real, I I don't know what the title is. I'm looking it up. I'm Googling it. This is like fresh off of Talk Soup, Greg Kinnear, right? Yes. I think he actually was still on talk soup when they were doing or like he had just left it and it was a big deal for him too being a uh, like playing a gay character then it's how do you know how, okay. <laughs> how see that's that's a name you'd instantly exactly. forget who else would remember that brooks won an oscar for it another one of them like it you know he's in and out of the simpsons i think too you can look at when the simpsons has less brooks involvement yeah. and it is also when they get away with things like there's i had our interview with dana gould he talked about how james l brooks he got very mad that they did a joke about uh, oh, right. a, a knocking out Marge. <laughs> with chloroform, With right? chloroform, yeah. He's like, what the fuck? But, We're going to get to the chloroform days in about a year, I yeah. think. But uh, yeah, I think he has the written by credit on Longest Daycare, but that just feels like an Oscar grab to me. Uh, but I mean, at his age, he's not directing new yeah. things. That's like, true. 
It's also like a relic of 22 years ago where a Christmas episode would air that close to Christmas. It's yeah. Like, and not, yeah, yeah, before Thanksgiving or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, you, get, like, you have that like first two weeks of December to get your Christmas episode out, and then it's just like reruns for the rest of the month. Yeah, this uh, this feels more like a dump. They dumped yeah. it on the, on the Sunday before Christmas. This should just be like, you know, reruns of Love Actually or yeah. something like that. Like this Sunday should have been like where they rerun this and the previous two Christmas episodes. Yeah. Just so I'm like, ah, it's, e- it's an easy night for us now. Yeah, this uh, is only the third Christmas one, yeah. episode so far. So when uh, Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein took over, they did theirs. This is Mike Scully's. He'll do another one in two years. Yep. The Funzo yeah. episode. That, yeah, I think Mike Scully is definitely the, the secret bringer backer of Christmas within Simpsons because he wrote Marge Be Not Proud. Oh, right. Yeah. And then in his seasons, he kind of normalized doing more Simpsons Christmas stuff, which for like seven years, it was just this obvious thing of like, well, you can't do another Christmas special. The One of the most famous yeah. Simpsons episodes ever is a Christmas special. And then by doing this one and also uh, the Funzo one, it just became normal. Then soon enough, we'd have Skinner's Sense of Snow and yeah. Days of Christmas has passed. I mean, like these first three, I think, are all like... They're contenders with the Christmases of Future Past. Like, mm-hmm. the, those are all like top tier Christmas episodes. They all are like a close number one in my list of favorite Christmas episodes, list of Christmas episodes. And actually, uh, 2018's Christmas episode was pretty good, too. Oh, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I did not give How that many a are there? Like 10 at this point? Um, Eight or there's 10? There's like 15. Wow, wow. Yeah. God. At the bottom is Kill Gill. Oh boy! <laughs> no, I have seen that one, and some of them are just barely Christmas episodes. Like yeah. I think, "Dude, Where's My Ranch?" The first act, or like half of the first act, is yeah. Christmas, and then the rest <laughs> of it is them on a dude ranch. Yeah, they, and it aired in like April. My the the official rule for my list is there has to be more than one scene at Christmas. Mm. So there's some episodes <laughs> that it's like it goes through like maybe an entire year or whatever, and one scene is Christmas. It's got to be two scenes in Christmas, and then it's a Christmas episode for me. It was fun to go back to Christmas, though. This one actually, in first airing, I didn't like as much. Mm. Like this was. Uh, Henry's Tale, the VHS tape, but... Ooh. Oh, they're back! <laughs> uh, we have a theme for that, don't we? Oh, yes, yeah. Okay. Here we'll play it now. When I would be playing my VHS tapes of Simpsons and marathons, when I get to this one, I'd watch the first act and then I'd just fast forward because it just made me feel too bad. Like it's, that's it's uh, too much of a bummer. I it's, think it's a lot like March Me Not Proud in that respect. It makes you feel bad for Bart. Well, yeah. but it doesn't make you feel good at the end. That though. is that's, true. That's why yeah. I kind of stopped watching it. It doesn't have yeah. that really nice moment at the end that March Be Not Proud has. I mean, we'll get to it, but I think it's nice in its own way. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, it's it feels more about subversion to me of uh, uh, over and over again in this episode than it is about like the feeling and yeah i just i will get to the end but it just always made me feel too bad but by the time the episode was over i was like why well, feel too bad and also i was i think too too much it i it always rankled me a little bit co- as a continuity nerd to be like so we're on our third Christmas now, <laughs> uh-huh. and they oh. have a change at the end of this that cannot be yep, possibly yep. reflected in the next episode. <laughs> you didn't so. know better by season nine. It yeah. still was bugging. I <laughs> by ninety seven I was fifteen. No, yeah, by the time it started I was fifteen. Those are peak pedantry years. You're right. Yes. Yeah, so I it it the, it also pissed me off in that respect too. But yes, Dave, I was. I'm glad you can come back for another Christmas one. I yeah. think this means the next time you'll be back is in a year yep. when we get to uh, the <laughs> Funza one. Not between those. two. Two instances at all, <laughs> unless there's two Christmas scenes, but I don't uh, think there are. We'll just we'll phone, we'll have you Skype in for that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I I there is something heartwarming about seeing the 
Now, as an adult, I like when animated series in general, including The Simpsons, do just a yearly Christmas episode yeah. and just say, screw it, the kids don't grow up. It uh, Like, Bob's Burgers has had, like, a different Thanksgiving, Halloween, and Christmas episode, like, every season. Yeah. And Actually, they're always great. <laughs> uh, Dave's Tale of the Tape, we don't have a theme for that. Uh, uh, no, we need but, one now. Uh, I, this is, like, a double-duty episode that was both on my Simpsons tapes, and then I think when it was in syndication, I taped it again for my Christmas tape of just random Christmas episodes. So it's probably <laughs> next to, like, the Saved wow. by the Bell Christmas episode where Zach befriends the uh, homeless girl in the mall. Whoa. Oh, yes, yeah. 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 So the first-ever tale of two tapes. <laughs> <laughs> I... That- it was the best of tapes. It was the worst of tapes. Uh, that was a wonderful Saved by the Bell Christmas special. Yeah. I remember uh, the very nice thing Zach does. He says, like, hey, I think you missed some change in there. And he put, like, a 20 in the yeah. change slot of the... <laughs> oh, man, the... he is such an asshole. On that episode, if <laughs> they, you really go back and watch. they really went out by building one new set or borrowing a set from, like, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air yeah. or something. I, that no, they didn't build to... that set. Never mind. Yeah. No, that had to be, like, or from Blossom. Could have been from that. Blossom was throwing it out. <laughs> yeah. Going dumpster diving, dumpster diving for new sets. Yeah, I highly recommend the... Uh, this, the uh, Go Bayside podcast, which does yeah. this sort of thing with, uh, with Say by the Bell episodes. What's hilarious is that's a two-parter. So there's oh, yeah. a different person who did part two and who was not aware of what happened in part one. So. <laughs> who does he treat worse, his homeless girlfriend or the wheelchair girlfriend? Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I'd say wheelchair girlfriend. I think oh, so for too. sure. He really yeah. like, lays it on thick with that. Like, let's give it up for the one person who can't get out of a wheelchair. <laughs> yes. Uh, he was working yeah. on a tight five about her disability. Yeah. <laughs> boy, so yeah, shout out to April Richardson and Go Bayside. That inspired this podcast. Yeah, we got to. Fi- well, I've been. I've, we've recorded with her before, or I have, but I we got to. Next time we're in LA, Is we there, should look her up. I man. can't have any crossover whatsoever. I don't think any of no. those. Any actor on that show is guest starred. Hmm, boy. Even even Ryan Paul Gosling? <laughs> Mark Ryan Paul, Paul Gosling. <laughs> Whatever. Ryan Paul Gosling is like the fusion dance between him and, and uh, uh, Paul B- Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Yeah. Okay. okay, that's uh, Ryan Paul Gosling. I just want to see that now. Either Franklin or Bash. I don't know. Mm, I, you know uh, the he's canceled. Odd, yeah. <laughs> I would think the, the top odds of a Saved by the Bell alum would... Hmm. I would have said Elizabeth Berkeley, but now yeah. I would guess Mario would Lopez appear as, yeah. as a as a reporter in yeah. some episodes. Isn't Mario guess. Lopez like in every blockbuster movie now? Just <laughs> oh, like yeah. being on Access Hollywood <laughs> oh, and I've talking seen him about in a few. things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and Tamagotchi didn't really catch on with that, but the uh, wasn't it. That was near the time where they had the Pikachu pedometer thing. Yes, that I yeah. Had instead. My little brother had a Neopets. Yeah. Uh, that was his. And I uh, wa- probably the most angry I've ever made my little brother was when I was trying to be funny and intentionally sit on his Neopet, which he had <laughs> oh. been uh, working on for weeks. And uh, you can't erase it if you hit all the buttons at once. Uh. But somehow if you hit, like, some of the buttons <laughs> you can't erase it and i erased his neopet and uh like he i think p- hit me in the stomach like he's never <laughs> been more mad at me that's murder than <laughs> i would i wasn't i was just trying to be funny i didn't think i'd delete his entire thing like that's a problem with the neopets like design <laughs> that you could do it that way that's what i said well, i guess I, this year was tamagotchi last year was tickle me elmo which yeah, there'll be a joke about that in this be. episode yeah. what what did i can you guys remember what you would have gotten for a 97 christmas oh i already had an n64 at that point but i probably got whatever big game was the late 97 i definitely oh you know what i bet you i got my ron 
uh, one half VHS box set of the entire first season. I bet I did. I bet that was my big uh, gift that year. I think I got a bunch of LucasArts Adventure games because they had those big treasury collections. Ah. So I'm pretty sure I got both of those when they were out and had a lot of fun. I think Tomb Raider 2 was out in 97. Yeah, that, yeah, was, that was. That was probably my biggest gift is, is that one. <laughs> Never uh, finished it. Yeah, as you were counting down the days to get that, you were watching yeah. this episode <laughs> yeah. of The Simpsons. Uh, well, I guess let's get right into the episode. Homer and Marge are driving on their way to get gifts. I think, you know, Marge should have some of the blame for not just buying gifts without Homer and waiting to buy them with him on Christmas Eve. Or trusting that he would buy them on time. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, I worked at a Blockbuster video and got to see a number of Christmas uh, Eve shoppers. Yeah. They are sad, desperate people who uh, don't think well of their family. I always loved closing, like when I, when I worked at GameStop, closing on Christmas Eve once those doors are locked and people mm. come up, it's like, <laughs> I can't help you, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Crushing yeah. dreams. Yeah, yeah I, I, I've never done this. Like, I think during Thanksgiving downtime, I'll just do all my Christmas shopping online, and yeah. then I'll, I'll have it all sent to me in the next week or so, so mm. get it out of the way then. Yeah, you know, I think uh, only a couple times I ever was forced to go shopping on Christmas Eve, but that was like for food or yeah. like party supplies. Never never for a gift. I never had to do that. But I mean, when I was at the age of buying people gifts, I worked at a Blockbuster and or at a movie theater, so you're right next to the mall, so it was not a hard thing for me to buy Christmas gifts when I was of uh, of adult age. I still like a lot of like inter-family uh, bartering where it's like, hey, if you're going to get mom a gift, get mom a gift for me too and I'll just take you back for it when you come back. <laughs> Put my name on the card. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice system. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Homer also uh, some jerk-ass moves here with his smashing the thing until the snow smashes Marge in the face and then he doesn't even mm. comment on it. He, <laughs> he just lets it keep hitting her and hitting her. I mean, I think what happens after that, or my memory of the snow hitting Marge in the face. Well, yeah, then he parking across yeah, a truly illegal thing of parking across. Uh, it's a very funny concept that how Homer like drags his foot. Yeah, but, but it's also horrible. I. I'm sometimes I, I, like a joke will go over my head, and in this case, it went over my head for 22 years. Where <laughs> I thought he was dragging his foot because he heard it kicking uh, the, the the dashboard, <laughs> but no. I, then I realized, oh no, that's just being an awful person. He's faking a disability <laughs> to take three yeah. handicap spaces. Like I, somehow that <laughs> like that. Even if you were handicapped, you would only take one spot. I think it, <laughs> the Scully's Homer. I've been trying to pin it down. This episode gave me more of an idea of like, Homer just isn't stupid. He's also like, he can be clever, but only if it selfishly harms other people. Yeah, like, yeah. He, the classic dumb Homer wouldn't think to... F he would park across three yeah. spaces, but he wouldn't then think, I need to fake an injury to get away with this. Yeah. Like, And just Marge's sigh tells you that she's had to watch him do this more than once before. <laughs> but it is a return to the try and save. That's really great that they go stuff, back there. Which only seems to show up in Christmas episodes. I'm sure yeah. by now it's showed up outside of Christmas episodes. but it's a, it's a great big box retailer, though. I love seeing the try and save back. And yes, uh, we, get, uh, we get Homer, again, being very crafty in a selfish way. Homer, look at this mob. The good toys are probably all gone. <laughs> oh, Santa's got a little trick up his sleeve. Attention, shoppers. Register 9 is now open for your shopping convenience. Sorry, these are for display only. This has been recalled. Ooh, Bart would like this. <laughs> we're out of these. Out, but I just... Register 9 is now closed. <laughs> I love his little yeah. he he he. That is weird shades of Homer's morality. Like he'll park across three handicap spots, but he will still put money in the register yeah. when he's 
semi-stealing. He didn't steal. I mean, I guess technically it is theft, but there's he no way paid he, for them. There's yeah. no way he paid the exact amount yeah, that those like, were. I brought this much. And he didn't even scan the things. Yeah. Like, I almost wish he'd run away without paying, but maybe that also was just a censor note of, like, Homer can't literally steal. Yeah. He can't directly do that but it's it's a clever trick of saying like this was recalled <laughs> and and now you just feel so awful for that poor woman who just lost all the good toys like though nothing's left there i had a try and save on christmas eve there's no good gifts left yeah Definitely not anything your child explicitly wanted, that's for sure. My my system by this point with my parents when I was 15 and 97 was I just give them a list of yeah. well, it was my mom. I'd I'd give her a list of things and be like, whatever the budget is, buy uh the amount of these things within that budget. Yeah. And I'll just my surprise will be which ones I get and which ones I don't get. <laughs> which that you know, at that point, at least you're you're getting what you want. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think Christmas is the one time of year I actually use the podcast ads I hear where it's like uh, Nature Box or HelloFresh or any of those things where it's like my parents won't listen to any CDs I buy them or watch any DVDs <laughs> I buy them, but they will eat food that yeah. gets sent to them. That, so that's a really good point. It. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that same thing with uh, Sherry's Berries. As long as we're naming brands, yeah. uh, yes. My my so mom and stepdad really enjoy it. It's perishable this. items. Yes. Like, they have to use it. They yeah. the rush, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they can't collect dust. I bought my mom Mad Men DVDs a decade ago, mm-hmm. and only uh, because of a natural disaster did she even watch them, because <laughs> longer-time listeners may know that my mom, she lived in an area that... There was just a gigantic wildfire ad. She was fine. Her house was one of the few that was untouched, which was great. Amazing. Miracle. They didn't have cable or internet for weeks, though. And so that's when, for entertainment, they finally opened up the Mad Men Blu-rays or, no, DVDs I got her, like, over 10 years ago to watch like yeah. that was the only reason they finally did <laughs> slightly related to that this is dave's tale of the dvd i guess <laughs> but uh, the, uh, well, a weird kind of coming full circle i just moved i used to live in san francisco proper now i live in the north bay oh wow and the very first night i was in my apartment in 2006 i didn't have internet yet and i really didn't even have furniture so i just watched a simpsons dvd on my laptop <laughs> and to watch this episode to prepare for the episode i was moving out of that same apartment had no internet so i brought my simpsons uh, season 9 dvd and watched it on a, oh. big, in a basically empty like if it was a tv show that would be a very serious finale thing to do is to, <laughs> to do the exact same thing he did in the first wow, episode wow that is that is a serious finale for that apartment yeah. that's great i'm running out of things that play dvds now i'm, I'm kind of worried <laughs> yeah. and blu-rays uh, as long as you have a video game console well actually who <laughs> yeah, knows this the generation next, maybe yeah the next generation might not have a disc drive anymore yep. you know know this was like a five-year-old laptop that i watched it on (laughs) i you know i think the next next gen maybe not but i think the next gen will have to still have a disc i think just for the folks they can't trust that everybody has the internet yeah Yeah, good internet stopped making simpsons dvds for like the third time like i know they came out Um, with one season recently actually uh today on twitter algene was talking about michael jackson stuff and people were saying when will there be more dvds he said we're still trying for season 19 so season 18 came out last december november of 2017 it was still a full set with all the commentaries animated menus all that stuff come on it's got to make you money i know nobody buys physical media anymore but if like i still bought that it was 40 dollars. (laughs) well i was gonna say like there's i buy there's some way to do it profitably for like niche anime so if they can do it and simpsons can't that that would be crazy yeah speaking of streaming i have thoughts too on the uh the yule log video i love videos Mm -hmm. of yule logs and in 97, you had to hope that somebody would be airing it on the local channels. Yep. 
now in this streaming age, like just on Netflix alone, you have like a dozen yeah, Yule Log choices. Like comedy Yule Logs, too. <laughs> I remember uh, at a party, I think you were there too, Dave. One of them was like the the Marvel Cinematic Universe Yule Log. It was <laughs> like it was in Stark's house or something. Oh, really? oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at, uh, I, I love those specialty Yule Logs. Just watching, I love to watch things burn. What can I say? <laughs> but they're watching that in front of a fireplace. Yeah. Which is, I like that joke. I, I don't like, know if I noticed it before. I just I noticed it this time. I was like, wow, that's fun. You get the nice warmth of uh, you get the nice warmth of a fire without having to look at the real fire. But also, as we'll find out later in this episode, apparently, fire in the world of The Simpsons does not create smoke or any extra damage. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> it's a kind of magical fire. It's very contained. <laughs> uh, but yes, the family is getting together for the holidays. Hey, kids! I made your favorite cookies. Christmas trees for the girls and bloody spearheads for Bart. Oh, thanks, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) This year's tree is just perfect. That old aluminum one was so fake. I couldn't agree more. From now on, it's plastic all the way. (laughs) Bart, did you hear that? Could it be? Come on, kids, let's try the lights. <laughs> it's very reminiscent of the scene from the first Christmas special yeah. where they're out looking at the lights and the Flanders have much better lights. It, yeah. it feels like the staging is the same, too. I went on Frinkiac, and it kind of is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie is the only one wearing the same outfit, though, her classic star uh, outfit, the yeah, orange star. Yeah, I did catch that. I, You know, that's a problem. That's a reason they didn't want to do Christmassy episodes again, I think, at the time. Because if you're going to just do observational things about Christmas, some things don't change even yeah. t- nine years later like this the first a lot of these scenes you have to admit you have to like believe that they're doing everything last minute so not only <laughs> shopping on the last day before christmas but putting up the de- outside hey, yeah wait a minute yeah That's, they're putting up yeah. decorations on christmas eve yeah. uh yeah. later in this episode it feels like it's inferred that everything takes place on christmas between christmas eve and christmas yeah. day eve yeah. <laughs> uh springfield is a weird city let's yeah. uh, we can just say that they I love the staging of them basically watching a TV of Homer fall. <laughs> yeah. like it's just perfectly presented to them. <laughs> and just the animation of like him holding and then all of the and then uh, all of the gutters falling with him. And then that he just proudly turns it on yep. <laughs> when he's like this is a pile of garbage now, Homer. This is not <laughs> anything to be proud of. He has lost the shame that he yeah. had and uh he, That is true. He's not resentful and sad about right. the crappy lights. He's <laughs> like, "Look how great this is." In the last uh, 9 seasons he has forgotten the shame that you would feel. That's probably a lot, thanks to a lot of blows to the head. Let's yeah. say that. But a uh, craptacular did not become a Simpsons catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. I So we had uh, on the Mr. Sparkle episode, we had a bit of a talk about tree choices, but I'm still very pro fake tree yeah. as I was then, Dave. Yeah, fake tree. I mean, the way that they make them nowadays is just so, so easy. Just put mm. each branch on and then boom, you're done like within like an hour. When I went to the Christmas with my mom and stepdad at my step uncle and aunt's place, they actually had a t- 
thirteen. A, a tree as giant as the one Ned describes, because they have like a gigantic, crazy living room. They, I don't know where they get all this money from, but uh, and they was a huge real tree. I'm just like, that's a giant hassle. Honestly, yeah. all I see is the the like, pain of it. Yeah, keeping it watered and all the the little things falling off. I just mm-hmm. can't deal with it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I realized right now I have the Japanese translation by Nina Matsumoto of this episode's title. Oh. So it's not Miracle and Evergreen Terrace. It's Christmas of Nightmares. <laughs> I had that I like in front that. of me. I just realized. Uh, well, yeah. Also, I guess we should just say we stopped even explaining the titles because oh, well, yeah. they're usually so obvious. Yeah. But it's Miracle on 34th Street, yeah. but with Evergreen Terrace replaced. Like, yes. There. Just to be thorough. This episode is not about Santa Claus existing. <laughs> uh, I like that Marge also knows Bart likes to act out being stabbed. That's yeah. cute. Yeah. I, I'd like my mom to have made bloody confections for me, though. She's meeting him halfway. <laughs> I mean, my it is. Uh, I definitely have happy memories of my mom's sugar cookies. Yeah. They, they have to have a very specific plain frosting on them that, to taste the right way. Unflavored for me. <laughs> <laughs> my brother just wanted the frosting. He's like, uh, there came a time, I think, where my mom really indulged too much, like on his birthday, and gave him just a can of frosting. She's like, here, mm. just have. That's just actually a joke it. on The Simpsons about how bad a father Homer is. <laughs> can I have uh, a can of frosting for dinner? I think we uh, had an extra laugh at that in the in the, uh, in the Gilbert household. Yeah. Your brother's still alive and well. <laughs> also, and healthier than me, yeah. I should say, too. I'm not particularly fond of like the names of their Christmas episodes, because they, like... I guess it is a miracle on Evergreen Terrace, sort of. Sure. But the like the whole town, you know, saving them is it's a wonderful life. Yeah. So yeah. like they could yeah. So I feel like that should have been the pun they tied into. No, I agree with you. And also like if you just look at the list of like titles of Christmas episodes, they a lot of them aren't very indicative of what the episode is, like Simpsons roasting on an open fire. And they've used the Tis the Blank season more than once. Oh yeah, they have you know Yeah, Tis the, the fifteenth season. And then Tis the thirtieth season. Well, this one is, it is not an intentional grift, but they do do a grift, so this should have been Grift of the Magi. That's why I was confused those titles. Yeah, I always thought of this one as Grift of the Magi, not Miracle at Evergreen Terrace. Also, it was interesting thinking about Bart in the first episode, there's a good joke of him telling Lisa, like, there's only one fat guy that brings (laughs) presents and ain't Santa. Yeah. But now Bart believes in Santa. The, The Bart of this episode is a hardcore Santa believer. They both think Santa is dying outside of their window. <laughs> briefly and he prays to santa like he's by 10 i think i'd stopped believing I, uh, and he recognizes the birth of santa christmas yes, yeah <laughs> okay so everything's set up and that's uh, now it's time to start checking out the presents hocus pocus mucus pucus my powers of deduction tell me you're getting a handmade sweater Possibly yellow. Mom, make him stop. Bart, put down that yellow sweater. <laughs> Nobody's going near their presents until 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. Aww. 7 a.m., no earlier. And you can't set your alarm clocks because I got them. For once, <laughs> we're going to celebrate Christmas as a family. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Anybody home? <laughs> <laughs> Twelve glasses of water. That'll wake me up nice and early, and I'll have a big head start on opening presents. Pure genius. You didn't invent that, Bart. The Indians used to drink water to wake up early for their attacks. (sighs) It's always about the Indians, isn't it, Lise? (laughs) 
I actually, after this episode aired, I used that trick. Not 12 glasses of water, mm. but if I'm taking a nap, I'll drink a big glass of water beforehand so I don't sleep for too long. Oh, yeah. wow. I should be trying that. Yeah. It's also a better way to wake up than an alarm. Like, drink two <laughs> glasses of water before you go to bed. You'll get up on time and have to pee. <laughs> the uh, the offensive term for this is called an Apache alarm clock. Oh, uh, I've, uh, I've never heard that. That's uh, that's according to the Wiktionary <laughs> and uh, Urban Dictionary. And Urban Dictionary wouldn't lie to me. Yeah. No way. I also learned about Donkey Punch from there. That must be <laughs> real. Also, we all need to drink more water guys yeah. yes yeah well they make it good it never hit me how the silliness of it but they make a good point on the commentary that if you were to drink 12 glasses of water you would just refill the same glass you would not yeah. put out 12 <laughs> glasses of water and drink them in a circle it's but nice it's visual though yeah, it feels like he's summoning something like the water <laughs> the water spirit yeah. i uh yeah well bart is very theatrical yeah so that makes sense this is also if that's not my problem at all when it comes to christmas mm-hmm. like i never had a sleeping too long problem i had a, yeah. If I get any sleep, I will wake up at 5 a.m. and have to just like stay in my room and like this like wait till mom knocks yeah, on the door. I even or had whatever. like a few years before I had a TV, so it was literally just like either watching sad 5 a.m. programming or just like <laughs> farm report. Yeah, like doing something in my room, like just reading comics or something for like two hours just to pass the time. It kind of went between those two in my in my childhood. Just the anxiety. I yeah, you don't need water. The anxiety and excitement of getting presents yeah. will keep you awake or just wake you up earlier. Uh, and I think there uh, there was a couple times where me and my brother would we did not share a room but we wanted to sleep in the same room just to like wake up at the same time for yep. Christmas but then when we'd wake up at the same time it's like do we go back to sleep I think it's too early <laughs> uh. I was in the same boat I used to share a room with my brother for years but like for Christmas, we would always, since we we lived in a two floor house, mm. but everyone would just sleep on the bottom floor for Christmas. So yeah. we'd all be able, so we'd all be able to communicate and you know uh, go to Christmas at the same that's time. Nice. We were a Christmas Eve family, so I didn't have any of these rituals. <laughs> really? Yeah. We were a one present Christmas uh, Eve family. Yeah, yeah. We were the same. If I had a family now, I would I would be I'd do the Christmas Eve like let's just. Let's have it all on Christmas Eve. You have a nice dinner, get a little drunk, and then open all your presents. <laughs> uh, but w- the, one of the, the side effects of having, like, we all would sleep on the, the bottom floor of our house, but some people have to sleep on a couch because, you know, you know, not enough beds on that one floor. So one year, I was sleeping on the couch, and my brother was sleeping in my bed, and I couldn't fall asleep because it's mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, and I went in, and I told, like, I told my brother, like, I can't sleep. Can, can we switch? He went out <laughs> on the couch, and he ended up hearing my parents talking about where where do we put the Super Nintendo? Where do we put this? Where do we put oh, that? Oh, boy. So he, wow. he had Christmas ruined because <laughs> I couldn't sleep. <laughs> ruined uh, or made better? I don't I know. Get, if I were your parents, I would have just said, you can't sleep in the living room. Like, yeah. I would have made that. Yeah, it was, I mean, it wasn't like, we weren't, it wasn't an, like, you couldn't see it, but you could hear it because it's right. a couple doors away, so... <laughs> The Simpsons will be right back. Hey, everybody. want to thank Dave Rudden for coming back on the show to talk about a Christmas Simpsons once more. And you should definitely follow him on Twitter, at Dave Rudden. But if you'd like to hear more podcasts than you could bargain for and get a real Christmas gift of podcasts, you only need to go to patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons. If you head over there, not only will you get to hear next week's episode of Talking Simpsons a week ahead of time and ad-free, and the same goes for our sister show, What a Cartoon, but you also get 
get access to our brand new limited series, Tall King of the Hill, where we go through the entire first season of King of the Hill one episode at a time. You'll only be able to hear that if you're a $5 and up patron at patreon.com slash talking simpsons. Plus, you'll also get to hear all of our previous limited series, like Talking Critic, where we went through the entire series of the critic, and Talking Futurama, where we did the same for the first season of Futurama. You'll hear all of that if you just sign up at $5 a month at patreon.com slash talking simpsons. Would you like to get more bang for your buck at Talking Simpsons and hear super duper long and in-depth podcasts about animated films? Well, you can do that if you just go to patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons and sign up at $10 a month or up your current pledge to that and you'll get your hands on our What a Cartoon Movie podcast where me and Bob go through a different animated feature film once a month and we let our patrons help us pick it out. We've done Batman Mask of the Phantasm, Kiki's Delivery Service, a goofy movie, Akira and The Secret of Nim. You'll hear all of those and every month a new podcast if you just sign up at $10 a month at patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons. Well, we also didn't have the system that the Simpsons have, which is all of the presents are wrapped in the morning. Like it oh, was yeah. more like we'd wrap half the presents, and then others would be just presented unwrapped yep. in the morning. Sounds like that was not your the the Mackie family system. <laughs> no, I don't remember ever believing in Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man! Explain who I am today. There's no magic in my life. <laughs> uh, but I also love so many times this episode. Homer acts like a giant child. That's mm-hmm. always funny. Like him, he's listening to his gifts just like the kids are. <laughs> but if the kids believe in Santa, then why do they see all their gifts in front of them and not ask any questions? Mm, That's true. Uh, Wait, are there... I guess there are some additional gifts in between. Well, the the one Bart finds buried deep says from Santa. Yeah, I mean... For story purposes, they each get one gift, mm-hmm. but only one gift for, per person in this family. One of them's a sweater. Yeah, in a family that size, I, I wouldn't expect with their it, supposed income of yeah, living so in a two-bit house. Does that mean like Lisa only got a gift from the family, and not from Santa? Because that sweater like, yeah. was pre-Santa. It does. It sounds like that sweater is all she got and yeah. handmade, not bought. And <laughs> is a is a present for Marge name checked in this episode? No, we, you that know? that sucks mm-hmm. for Marge because we get Homer <laughs> sausages, Lisa's sweater. Sweater, Maggie's Moo Box, and Bart's Fire Truck, but nothing for Marge. If you want to be extra pedantic about it, you can say that Marge Be Not Proud doesn't end on Christmas Eve. Mm. Like uh, maybe that ends on December 23rd. Yeah. And then these two days of <laughs> Eve and Christmas take place directly uh, after that. So she got her gift uh, from okay. Bart. I like the theory. Bart's already had a gift too. Yeah. At this point. Well, as again, Lisa Lisa yeah. has all the more reason to be pissed yep. now. Jeez. And <laughs> I I do like that Bart can even tell it's yellow. That's yeah. that's good. Also, that Lisa, like Lisa's trying to be informative, but she should know not by now. She should know not to use the term "quote Indians." Unquote. Yeah, like, yeah, that's not Lisa. My equivalent of plo- closing the blinds on my dad was uh, <laughs> was answering. Hello. It was answering the phone on Christmas Day and pretending I was not with my mom and stepdad. Uh. <laughs> Just like, oh, hey, you know, uh, I have plans. Mm. Uh, I when I was really out to 
breakfast with my mom and stepdad and and walking away from it. But and your hey, new snowshoes. <laughs> <laughs> He's not listening to this now, though. I've never drank that much water, like twelve glasses. I mean, your third glass, you'd want to throw up. I like, think you, you would just kill yourself with water poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> this all reminds me. Don't do me of this, that, kids. The hold your wee for a wee oh, contest. Oh God! Yes, that yeah. that poor woman. Yeah. Uh, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. The last thing about the last scene that I love is the the great foley on the clock sounds mm-hmm. and yeah. the special specificity of them that you can tell it is bart's you know crusty the clock uh, crusty the clock crusty the clock clown <laughs> right there uh so then we get the bart the clip from the opening of the episode bart praying to santa uh and there's like a very retro space mutant on there yeah uh, that really drew my eye the non-king of kodos one yeah it was like a season one space mutant like that you i have not really i think the last time they saw a space mutant movie was uh black widower i think you could be right yeah season three they dropped space mutants. Yeah, yeah i mean again the joke got old we, i don't even know what it was it. supposed to be referencing in the first place it, like body snatchers or something like that i think but. it was just like a generic all-purpose satire of two violent movies uh, yeah movies that were too violent in the slasher the you know, ch- era yeah i mean they were born as a joke they're on the shorts the space mutants yeah. like they go to a movie and bart convinces lisa and maggie to go with him to a too scary movie they're fine but he's terrified yeah. and yeah i wonder if that was just an artist wanting to put in a fun old reference there like uh, just to give another another toy uh and yeah the space it always bugged me in the space mutant video game that they don't look like there's mm. maybe like one like giant in, insects almost yeah they do not look like the blobby the classic uh, gelatinous, almost <laughs> like the gelatinous blob of Futurama uh, <laughs> design. Then I think we've all had a uh, meeting to go to the bathroom dreams, mm-hmm. haven't we? Yeah. The, in mine, it's just my dreams are very direct. I don't have much symbolism in my dreams. Like in yeah. mine, they really are just like, okay, I went to the bathroom or boy, I better go to the bathroom. And yeah. then I wake up thinking, oh, I didn't dream that I did go to the bathroom. I need to. Yeah. And yeah. I've had lucid dreams where you realize you're in a dream mm-hmm. and then I would realize it's symbolism is just too on the nose and be disappointed like oh come on this is way too literal <laughs> this is why people write dreams to be more interesting than yeah. the real ones I do find it weird that there are, there are dreams where I like oh I peed in that dream <laughs> but I wake up and I'm bone dry and I have to checking. pee yes. but it's just like it, it felt so real when it ha- when I was dreaming that I thought I you know that was my yeah. fear as a kid of if I peed in a dream would yeah. I pee in real life yeah. like that's uh, what Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street like it's, it's taught us if you pee like, in a dream <laughs> you pee for uh, <laughs> never eat a giant marshmallow in your dream trust me uh, but the, <laughs> but the visuals are really like funny very clever visuals they came up with to represent his uh, like the two the, the, the two firemen who can't control yep. the hose that I think yeah. is my favorite one yeah the whole dream world just it reminded me of that one level in the Simpsons arcade yeah, game. yeah yeah it's like a real season one flashback where yeah. black and white fantasy sequences are happening yep. and I think the go 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 PPP <laughs> is the most scatological they've gotten to this yeah. point I'm shocked they got away with that because not that it's like you can get it's not a censor thing you can yeah. say P on actually on our OKKO podcast with their kids show they said the creators of the show said we can say P we're allowed yeah. to say P like so it's not that it's against the rules I think it is a Mac Raining or, or others are like we don't go that dirty yeah, we don't say P or poop this is clever enough yeah. it's a very clever way to yeah. say P on the show yes Work like a charm. 
Jackie Gleason in the yeah. end there. As a kid, I thought that was like a Snagglepuss thing, but it's uh, just, it's what they ripped, like everything, Hanna-Barbera ripped it off from Jackie <laughs> Gleason and other uh, comedians of the 50s. I enjoyed his painful pee walk. It's yeah. really well observed, yeah. yeah. It, that just recalls like the wor- like some of the worst times that have been the closest to like having mm. to go to the bathroom. Like I remember once waiting outside of the NASA Coliseum to get tickets for WWF Raw and like I had to stay out there for like eight hours and by the end of it I'm just like oh my god wow that's uh that's bad I you know I think uh one of the most if we're gonna talk urine stories (laughs) no uh, the closest I got recently was just so I'm actually really good at uh at holding it or I'm I take pride in that I that's odd I I I, it's a dumb it's a dumb manly thing I'm not (laughs) macho about uh, many things but I can hold it for a while and I also never even feel I don't often feel the need to do it after I've like not gone to the bathroom for hours, but I was trying to show off. <laughs> and like, so me and my husband go to see into the spider verse. I sort of need to use the bathroom before we go, but I'm like, no, I, I can tough it out. But he buys a drink and I'm still like, oh. no, I'll drink this during the movie. I'll be fine. And an hour in, I was like, just uh, doing Homer in the <laughs> New York city episode. Just, uh, and I missed like five minutes of the movie, which I hate missing yeah. any yeah. of the movie. That season is a lot, uh, is, you know, has quite a few instances. It's a very urine season. To to yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm peeing constantly, by the way, because yeah. <laughs> I've worked in offices before and I train myself. If, I, if I'm constantly drinking liquids, yeah. I constantly have an excuse to get up and walk yep. around. They can't <laughs> stop you from peeing. The man can't stop you. So now I just constantly am drinking coffee or water or uh, beer, and then mm. I pee everywhere all the time. <laughs> into the toilet, folks. Uh, into the toilet. And it's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, his painful pee walk is a very like it's also very well observed of when you're a child. Yeah. You don't you think like, well, I have to hold my genitals to yeah, keep it in. It's like, like a hose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bob Anderson on the commentary was very he took pride in how uh they worked hard on getting the uh sweet it is walk down. <laughs> and uh, right. everyone in the bleachers looks yes. like distractingly too specific yeah. because they're all animators, right? They're all yes. people on the animation uh, staff. It's very funny on the commentary that Macarening immediately says, like, those all look like animators there's no way they're not your regular people and they cop to it they're like oh yeah we just drew ourselves into it the the only one by name they identify is joe whack who's one of their character designers he comes up a lot on commentaries Mm -hmm. i think character designer really gets overlooked in simpsons uh importance because i know i still have this way of thinking of like well if i see a new person in springfield it's just a guy who lives in springfield nobody designed them that's not a person (laughs) like uh you need to get out of that way of thinking Like, yeah, Joe, Joe Wax, the, the Joe Wax of the world whacked him into existence. Uh, but yeah, so Bart uh, heads downstairs first to get an early start on the presence. And uh, I, you know, maybe I'm greedy, but I always felt $5 is a bad gift from an aunt. I oh, think. actually, my aunt, uh, I would see her, well, one of my aunts, wait, I think it's my only aunt, yes. The, the listeners need to know about how many aunts <laughs> I have, by the way. But my aunt, who has passed away, when I was a kid, my mom would even complain about this. I would get uh, one gift from her every year, and it was a $5 McDonald's gift certificate. Ooh. So wow. one McDonald's 
McDonald's meal a year was all I was worth. For not even for birthday and Christmas. I just yes, that's that, it. only that. Wow. That's, you know what? Now she's dead. Guess what? <laughs> comes back to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that is what he got. When he says a fin, that's an old school way of saying five dollars. Yeah. I, I think the most spoiled I ever acted around Christmas was I had one or my godmother actually. She'd always get me a gift every year. Mm-hmm. And the year that we got a Super Nintendo, she got me Desert Strike, which was I enjoyed. And I just thought, like, oh man, now she's getting me a video game every year. This is pretty uh... rad. And she got me a puzzle the next year. And then the year <laughs> after that. And then like at that second year, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna leave this at the at the at my uh... aunt's house. And I got in trouble for that. Oh, that's, uh, uh, you know, yeah. I, I think she was covertly trying to push you into military service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about <laughs> this, Dave? <laughs> well, I, I can see the puzzle gift as like saying, oh, uh, you play video games too much. Yeah, this problem. is more, this is a better uh, I've him mental into addiction exercise. And I should pull him out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, I no, I feel bad about every bad reaction. I, it's selfish, awful reaction I had as a kid to a gift of being given a gift by somebody and then going, <laughs> meh, I don't care. These gifts so Sucks. My parents, I wouldn't say that, but my my parents enjoyed my very formal gifts. Like, if you can't find this, then this is okay. Like alternate gifts and stuff. So <laughs> it was just basically a uh, wedding registry I gave yep. them every year, yep. and they were like, "Oh, this is so neat and well put together. Thank you." I told them, "Here's where you can buy this at this store. Ask for this. Here's how you pronounce Pokemon. Things like that." <laughs> that is wow. You're yeah. very uh, very thoughtful child. I'm, uh, I'm a little anal, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> uh, I think my aunt. Uh, I think it was in the fifty dollar range for my aunt. That's that's mm, was that was man. the cash I got. Not to make you jealous, Bob. Oh, my sorry. aunt had money too. What's up with wow, that? Wow, boy, that's uh can't take it with you, Aunt Judy. <laughs> <laughs> she was very mean, by the way. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, and so I think too they they don't say it out loud, but I do think Bar- Bart is carefully opening these things to put them back together. Uh, yeah. For when everybody comes back down, I think. I uh, like how clinical he is about all of it. It's very it's, well animated. Yeah, it's so careful, especially on the fire truck, the way he, like, you can see the tape and him lifting the tape yep. carefully. I think I only did that one year. Uh, my mm. sister put me up to it. She's like, you know, all the gifts are upstairs. You can look at them if you yeah. want. And they were wrapped. So wow. I at least saw that I got Street Fighter 2 yep. for Christmas of oh, 92 sweet. for SNES. <laughs> I was like, yes, I'm getting Street Fighter. <laughs> but she lied and she told me I was also getting Mario World and I didn't. Oh, she tricked you again. <laughs> yeah. I took pleasure as a child in tearing apart the wrapping paper as, as much as possible i think maybe it's because uh i watched too much of the christmas story as a kid that that's how i thought yeah. you're supposed to open things i think people <laughs> don't expect things to be wrapped because whenever i give a wrapped gift to someone around my age they're like you wrap this it's like <laughs> the wrapping paper is like a nickel yeah it's just easier to put it in, in, in those bags yeah. i love those yeah. bags yeah. bob knows i love those yeah. bags. Yes, it's true like, yes yeah i i mean it's you put it in the bag and you put tissue and you paper reach in there it. and boom <laughs> present and then that bag is a gift to you that you can yeah. use on a gift of your own <laughs> Uh, though this year I've wrapped more presents because I realized the dollar store has actually pretty cheap wrapping paper yeah. That's, yeah. that you can get all the funny ones. Like uh, So now I've got a lot of wrapping paper up in the closet over there. From the yeah, dollar I just store. realized I'm never be good at wrapping gifts. So mm-hmm. to, like you can't put it in the bag improperly. It's in the bag and it's got tissue paper over it. You've done it right. My husband is much better at wrapping <laughs> gifts than me, yes. I think that's also why I got wrapping, <laughs> wrapping paper this year because I could trust him with that. Uh, but unfortunately, things are going so well when Bombard is opening up his gifts, including a fire truck causing a fire. <laughs> Homer, Homer, I think I heard a noise. 
Knock it off. <laughs> that is self-consuming fire. There is yes. no smoke. It immediately goes out. Leaves um, no damage. Yeah. No less like no sign like it's they, they joke on the commentary like the real miracle is that they did not home the bark did not burn down the house yeah like, but y- even a small fire in a corner will leave smoke stains in a house so that's that's uh the real silliness of this yeah, episode. especially burning plastic yeah that's why it's that's also hit me in this first time in this viewing that's why they set up that it's a plastic tree because yeah. uh, if you see it melt the way it does, it might confuse you if you think because animating a real tree looks the same as a plastic tree. So you need to know it's plastic yeah. for yeah. plot if points later. If it was later. a real tree, it would have just burned down completely and there yeah. would be yes. no evidence. I mean, to be fair, I've only had plastic trees. They would not burn like that. They would not yeah. turn into a blob. They no. would incinerate. It's pretty awesome how it turns into just a green disc. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> it doesn't stick to the carpet. It's very convenient. Yeah, it's all like... It's impossible. Like yeah. that. Maybe that also bothered me too. That they want this to feel real, and then it has a very impossible thing has to happen for plot purposes. Outside of the sweater, they seem pretty well preserved. I also like the sweater harm just going down into the muck. Like yeah. it's like it's yeah. a hand going down into the quicksand. Yeah, and the uh, Maggie's moo toy. I, yeah. I love that. Like Dan's moo is so great. Again, really Dick Homer there of yeah. just like Marge's light. <laughs> you can hear uh it's uh Does he elbow her or something yeah, yeah he elbows like, knock it off <laughs> i it, this is another joke that i did not get for 22 years but the fact that the sink hose goes all the way oh, across oh, the yeah. house but just doesn't go that extra two feet that's a great joke <laughs> yeah it's awesome there's yeah there's like a 20 foot <laughs> hose on the sink that's crazy well the who designed this house thing also sounds like they're taking a knock at themselves of how ridiculous <laughs> the house design is that he has to he, it's easy to forget the simpsons have a double living room like that is an insane size they have house. A, a living room and a family room yes yeah and and a rumpus room so oh no they don't have a rumpus no room. i only found out a living room used to be the parlor and that's where you used to display dead bodies before uh oh. you know there was a sort of um, oh. corpse industry if you will I, I see when you would have uh display the bodies in your own house instead wow. of like um you know so they to cheer it up they called it the living room wow. uh wow that's the opposite of having a corpse in there and calling it living yeah so one other minor nitpick that i have and it's only from like a personal perspective is that bart is coveting this this fire truck toy which when like you know two seasons ago he was wanting a video game mm-hmm. and in my like personal you know christmas history it was i wanted toys from like age i don't know 3 to 8 and then once you know I hit nine years old and I got a Super Nintendo and Nintendo and all that. It's like, well, then video games are the top. It's video game time. For me, like I would buy no toys after maybe age nine or ten because it was like, no, video games are the ultimate toy. Get this trash away from me. Which had to suck for my parents. Like going from like a $5 toy every year to a $50 toy. Yeah, that does suck. I... I think I, I still played with toys a little longer than that. I think partially because I yeah. I love comic books, and so comic book toys were part of it. But I think, too, I, I didn't... I never got into remote control toys ever, yeah. either. Like, I could see I could see Bart getting into yeah. a remote control toy. That's better than just a regular old That's action true. figure or hot Yeah, wheel. I mean, I get the joke about the fire truck starting the fire, but I feel That's like it should funny. be like an edgier sort of a parody of something, maybe. Mm. Like a toy that's a parody of a current cartoon from yeah. 97 that is more violent 
violent or more extreme than a fire truck. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> one of my let's talk about SNL. Uh, Big Red is one of my favorite oh, yeah. SNL things of that. <laughs> I thought you were going to mention Super toy. Happy Fun Ball, but uh, uh, Big Red is a much better uh, yeah. comparison. <laughs> I just love how how half covered in red paint. They're like, oh, <laughs> Big Red. <laughs> and uh, that, that gift for Maggie, you if you want to punish a friend who has children, buy their kid a gift that makes noise. Uh, like that is uh, the worst thing you can yep. do to yep. a parent. <laughs> I think you know. I've made sure uh, we we have a mutual friend, Charlie. Uh, when I've given his kids gifts, I make sure they are silent stuffed uh, animals. Like, <laughs> they they have enough noise. That toy actually have a name because I feel like, I don't actually know if that exists in reality. The moo. It does. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I've I, never I, owned one as a kid. I don't know if it's still, like I think it's just something anyone can make. I don't yeah. think it's like uh, tickle me Elmo or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've seen them in in real life, yeah. and they do that. And that's all they do. I feel like I've seen them in like the nature store or whatever. Yeah. Like, they seem like they're a laugh riot for like infants. <laughs> they're like smaller rain sticks. Yeah. You now, turn them around. Now I have the Fisher Price Speak and Say or whatever, the thing with the yeah. like Wheel of Fortune type wheel yeah. around. I had that, but not one of the turn it over, make noise things. Like Bart is uh, burned down the tree. Again, also no smoke alarms went off, though. They could have had a good joke there of like, them saying Homer does not believe in smoke alarms or yeah. something. <laughs> Bart buries the tree outside under uh, under the, the concealing snow. Clean, pure snow. <laughs> uh, and when he heads back in, the family is devastated. I gotta get back to bed. <gasps> what happened? <gasps> what the, what the, where is Christmas? Lisa, where's Christmas? <laughs> Bart, what were you doing outside? I don't know how to tell you this, but I came down a little early and, um, well, uh, I saw a burglar and he was, he took, he got all our stuff, including the tree. (laughs) (laughs) We were robbed? (laughs) How could somebody... I know! (laughs) (laughs) Can we skip church? (laughs) Boy, church on Christmas, what a bummer. Mm. I never had to go to a Christmas mass. My family is not very religious. I I am certain Bob has never been to one either. No, Uh, no. Dave? Yeah, I mean, we did not like the Christmas morning church because it was like I just got some of the funnest stuff and now I have to go sit in like a place for an hour where I'm going to be bored out of my skull. So after a few years we changed to the Christmas Eve Mass okay. which was like, you know, it's it's nighttime so it's okay. Mm. And then like there's also knowing like as soon as we get home we're opening one <laughs> present. So it's like, yeah. That's a lot of exciting. That, that makes it more exciting. Yeah. yeah. I Homer, I love Homer's Where's Christmas? Yeah, so. And then uh, asking Lisa. <laughs> Lisa, yeah. where's though I got to blame the family here a little bit of like by now they should not trust bart on this yeah like bart wasn't there and he just ran in to the house like Hmm. you should not trust him on the robbery uh though his acting is very good and nancy's great at the the uh including the tree uh and also he's like i know know." like stop talking i'm gonna interrupt you with i know like that's that's great (laughs) when they call in the phony police report uh we get bart also has a very uh, childish description of the (laughs) robber here i love this now um what did this uh christmas thief look like well he had a glass eye a wooden leg um big scar on his cheek 
Anything unusual? <laughs> Hooks for hands. Um, oh, uh, he was wearing a striped convict shirt, and he was carrying a big sack with a dollar sign on it. Classic burglar. <laughs> ah, cheer up. We'll catch this guy. Uh, chief, uh... What? You can't rule it out. <laughs> well, there's no easy way to say it, kid. God hates us. Hey, since when is Christmas just about the presents? Aren't we forgetting the true meaning of this day? The birth of Santa? Bart's absolutely right. This is the one day that shouldn't be about material things. Hey, why don't we walk over to Grandpa's and cheer up the old folks? That'll make us feel better. Well, okay. But they'll have to be pretty damn miserable to make me happy. <laughs> yeah. It would have been great a great joke if that guy Bart described was real and the yeah. cops were after him after this. <laughs> oh, like, I've done nothing have... wrong. And he's like driving his car with his hook hands. Oh, I'm writing hands. for old Simpsons now, by the way. <laughs> I, can't, I couldn't tell what Bart's motivation was to, to describe that. Was he trying to mm. describe someone so weird that you he fits no description? I think or so. Or is he just giving mm. shit to, to the police at this point? Boy, I always read it as he's being overly cooperative. He's like, yeah. that to, for this to seem real, I have to have an answer for uh, everything. So I have to ultra super cooperate but he the only burglars he knows are from comic books like or comic strips the he's giving a very like beagle boys description yeah. of yeah. somebody too <laughs> but i think also i think dave is right about him not wanting to find anyone like that in the world that's yeah. true yeah it stops an innocent person from being uh taken in Though, which, uh, yeah. it would be great if like it was a mute a mutated huge ass like, <laughs> 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 huge ass boy. has had problems he <laughs> lost both his yeah. hands <laughs> i like the lose wearing a holiday tie that's a nice nice little yeah. touch there they yeah. didn't have to do that and also that Wiggum's like he can't roll out like <laughs> well he's working on Christmas though yeah. poor yeah. Wiggum poor poor Wiggum, poor Wiggum. <laughs> no I mean also that that is pretty much what you get from the cops after Aubrey they're like you're you yeah. know yeah. we got nothing that happened like, to me yeah. yes yeah. Like, oh you don't care goodbye I'll never I'll never hear from you again so know that Steelers you can get away with it probably mm. you've got a, you got a pretty good chance uh, don't do it can't no. get me twice <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and uh, it's almost I have a different pick for line of the show but it's almost my line of the show him saying God hates us yeah <laughs> that's that's such a great uh, thing to say on Christmas Day and uh, so yeah they go down the street to check out or the to head to the old folks home they wanted to walk there instead of drive which that's an interesting choice, mm-hmm. but uh, they we see that the Flanders are having an amazing Christmas day. Yeah, with a pony and uh, something else too—a unicycle. That's uh, on a yeah, unicycle. a unicycle. Uh, yeah. And and uh, the ga- I don't have the clip of this because it's a very visual gag. But them faking skiing. Yeah, I love that because when you can see inside the Flanders house and see that they can see their feet, you're like, well, you oh, can see your feet. <laughs> like, yeah, we're not fooled. Uh, that that was clever. I was a little surprised, like when they had the scene before with you know homer messing up the christmas lights it made me think back to when flanders had his like amazing christmas lights but yeah. that was like pre-religious flanders so yeah. i would think that flanders would be so religious he wouldn't celebrate christmas mm. commercially yeah like, it would be. just be like a he should be in church yeah that's yeah. right yeah he's a regular charlie church except he's got like what a unicycle and <laughs> that seems else. very unchrist-like that yeah. unicycle. <laughs> an indoor pony yeah, an indoor, indoor pony. pony the simpsons then as they're walking away they uh, the, the see that the hibberts are incredibly rich and just have family <laughs> snowmobiles for Christmas <laughs> that they just ride on the streets. <laughs> like that seems dangerous. Uh, and uh, very little traffic. Uh, and and they can't not be jealous of it. Uh, and we get to see who else is having some fun on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, Simpson. <laughs> That's not as fun as it looks. <laughs> Nothing could be as fun as that looks. Hey, look what I got, Bart! A tickle me crusty! 
Hey, kid, get your finger out of there. <laughs> Ow! Homer! <laughs> Lisa, you promised they'd be miserable. What the hell's going on? Oh, the pharmaceutical man come by, <laughs> and he shot us full of Christmas cheer. <laughs> I can't feel nothing below my chin. <laughs> Some great dancing. <laughs> so I want to talk a tiny bit about Tickle Me Elmo. We'll yes. go more into it in a year when we do Grift of the Magi. But I did a tiny bit of research. Tickle Me Elmo was released in July of 96. And it was holiday of 96's biggest, hugest toy. It was the Cabbage Patch doll of its day. God knows why. Mm. It's a stupid toy. Yeah. I guess it did a new thing. But they were Vibrate. writing this. What's that? It vibrated. It vibrated <laughs> violently. Yep. Months after that happened, a few months, they were writing this episode. So they were probably writing this episode in March or April of mm. 97. So that was very, very fresh yeah but by the time it aired i definitely it was a groaner for me as a kid yeah. in the first viewing because it was like a tickle me elmo joke now it's so old i heard yeah. eight million yeah. of them and when the joke is like they don't tickle me there i was like no i heard that exact joke a million <laughs> yeah. times for a, a butthole touching joke <laughs> but apparently they released a second edition of tickle me elmo in 2017 i guess the uh, kevin clash allegations were further enough away ah uh, yes to be like it's safe to have fun mm. with elmo again <laughs> sure I mean, kevin clash is a working Puppeteer again. He was in the. He was quote unquote in yeah. uh, the Happy Time Murders, yep. oh, which I've not seen. Yeah. I've not seen. Please don't <laughs> no, talk the podcast. No. I listen to We Hate Movies. Uh, boy, yeah, I totally forgot. Uh, there's always there's just so many allegations. I forgot the Kevin Clash ones. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean Elmo's not him anymore. Like he stopped being. Yeah, Elmo. Uh, at least yeah, maybe yeah. I'm guessing the new Elmo voice for the doll is not him anymore. <laughs> The the tickle me Elmo craze was insane. I uh, I didn't understand it. I I wonder too if it was more parents thinking their kids want it because yeah. I feel like yeah. if you bought a kid if they're under five and you buy them any Elmo they'd be happy. Yep. They wouldn't want. I can't imagine they'd want like when I was five or six and I wanted a specific Ninja Turtle maybe then. But if it was just the idea of a Ninja Turtle, then then again, I was a kid who would want, I'd want an all-purpose Elmo that you can play with the best. A Tickle Me Elmo, it is, uh, it's painted into a corner by yeah. its design. It is. Yeah, 1996 is really when, like, I, because I know when the, when I was a kid, there were stories of Cabbage Patch Kids, like, people mm. fighting over those. But yeah. Like, for the first few years of my life, there was never, like, the big hot Christmas toy, and then, like, yeah, 96 was Tickle Me Elmo, but 1996 was also the year they did that the movie Jingle All the Way. Yeah. Terrible uh, man. Terrible man. Terrible. Yeah, I think the last big thing, well, parents can let us know, but I think, like, what, Hatchimals were the last big thing? The mm. thing, the weird doll that hatches and oh, lives yeah, with you? Oh, yeah, boy. I think there was there was some Barbie thing a few years, or some Frozen thing, too, I think. Yeah. I, uh, but maybe the production pot. Well, I mean, Amiibos yeah. were a big thing a few Danny years ago. Oh, too. yeah. Yo, oh, the NES yeah. Classic, yeah. Which, oh boy, there's a. I mean, there's a fire sale on Amiibos now, but uh, yeah, like especially <laughs> Animal Crossing ones. But uh, or oh, speaking of fire sales, also on the PlayStation Classic, nobody yeah. wanted that. You but. can buy it and hack the shit out of it. It's real easy, <laughs> from what I've heard. Uh, but the, uh, but yeah, the tickle. So yeah, having a tickle me Elmo thing by now. Well, the I think too Funzo is kind of he's both a tickle me Elmo and a Furby. Yeah, like that, yeah. Which is the hot toy of the next year. Oh, ooh, okay, yeah. Well, actually, it's kind of Pokemon and Furby next year, like '98. 98 is Pokemon insanity, yep. but 
And that was just anything Pokemon. It was not a specific like Pikachu toy or anything. That's when I got on eBay for the first time and bought Pokemon things. Really? So, you know, I, my, I think my register date is Christmas of 1998. <laughs> like literally that day. Like, oh, cool. I can do this now. I think mine is early 98. And that was for uh, my mom. I, I just, I shared an account with my mom. She started at first to buy an old toy of, herself, of her own. But by Christmas, I was buying uh, anime VHSs on there. And, uh, and oh, the wonderful wall scrolls from the Far East. <laughs> um uh, the Tickle Me Krusty doll, it, well, it didn't make me laugh that much, but Homer hitting Millhouse in the eye with a snowball is a great joke. <laughs> He's like, a huge asshole in this episode. It happens off screen, and so you just assume it's Bart, because, yeah. and then when Bart says, Homer, like, <laughs> that is a real, just like, boom, this yeah. amazing joke. Yeah. So all this is taking place on Christmas. Yes. Which means the scene after this, Homer is like piss drunk at Bo's on, on Christmas. On Christmas Day. Uh, it yes. makes it much, much darker. <laughs> oh, and the, the dancing elderly people, they're all dancing like the Peanuts yeah, characters yeah. too, just just so that joke is clear. And they're dancing to Jingle Bell Rock, one of the least rocking songs in existence. <laughs> yeah. One, uh, one instrument is electric. That's why it rocks, I think, for that yeah, era. I, I do love Christmas music. Though. I'm glad they spent the money on uh, a few real Christmas songs. Yeah, I, though I would have thought they would have just went and did the what is Vince Guaraldi? Like, oh yeah, I don't think they theme. they. I think that's probably pricier than it uh, could be. Yeah, I you. I wonder if there's like an industry of like in the Christmas music world, like being the lowest price of the standards. Yeah. Like, mm. oh, you can't afford you know Elvis's Blue Christmas. We'll yeah. be a little lower than that. <laughs> we're we're getting we undercut them by twenty percent. <laughs> I think I think SNL around this time afforded the uh, oh yeah Christmas the, theme for the Lightus and Lucy is played at the end of the TV. The, yeah. yeah, though I think they had weird rules on that because yeah. they got away with like putting it out on DVD, even the Disney Vault, which mm. like they can just. I think SNL is called a news program or something. Yeah. I think that's uh, how it gets away okay. with. I'm not sure exactly. Like a variety program or something. Yeah, yeah. I but it has different rules apply to them. Uh, but yeah, so Mo uh, Homer is pissed drunk with Mo. <laughs> uh, when I see he put the antlers on his rat it, it reminded me of scrooge uh, oh yeah yeah <laughs> with no staples this time yeah <laughs> just tied to his head but it's a cute i like anything with bow and his rats they, they those, aren't, those aren't your rats <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah homer has rarely been this dry. he is drunker than barney barney is more sober than homer here yes i think barney can just handle it better because he's always drunk mm, that's true yeah he's homer homer uh takes it a little easier usually than barney <laughs> but all this homer drunk acting is great through the news report i especially uh i think it's my line of the episode what he yells at mo here actually <laughs> uh, i'm gonna play the jingle that's the joke you know what i blame this on the breakdown of society yeah you're right mo you're always mo i'm a look your house is on tv you take that back barney nah he's right homer Stay out of this, old man. <laughs> I'm Kent Brockman. I'm here at the scene of the Christmas burglary, where a creature was stirring last night, and what he was stirring was up trouble. <laughs> is your husband or lover here, ma'am? No, my husband is at church. Huh. Oh, that's my girl. I love you, Marjorie. Yes, he's quite a gal. Oh, shut up. So, <laughs> when you realized Christmas was ruined, how did you feel? How do you think I felt? Absolutely devastated. Absolutely <laughs> devastated. The words of a heartbroken mother. For there will be no fire truck for little Bart, no sweater for little Lisa, no Cajun sausage for little Homer. 
<laughs> so while you're home today eating your sweet, sweet holiday turkey, I hope you'll all choke just a little bit. <laughs> They really love that runner of little Bart, little Lisa, little Mar. Like it yeah. reminds me of the Trios of Horror we oh, had yeah, earlier this yeah. year. <laughs> little Bart uh, and the rest. Yeah, yeah. I, I also, um, I, the line of the episode, especially to me, is like, "Stay out, out of this, this old, old man." man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that he immediately classifies Mo as this old man. He's Homer thinks he's in like a uh, a fifties drunk uh, movie <laughs> of like Lost Weekend or something, talking to some actual old man. I enjoy. There's two instances of like. Place sentences in that in a yeah. basic that entire scene the uh, breakdown of society yeah and uh, stirring, stirring up trouble yeah and uh, also I like his open ended question to Marge like your husband or lover like, <laughs> just to leave it like well he could be I'll use a gender neutral term in case it's not husband and Homer sobers up really quickly uh, after this to go home mm, yeah that's true he's yeah. uh, unless to like drive a, home question unless, mark unless a day passes between those this is like yeah. the 26th I think this is the same day I think so too yeah uh, but Homer yeah Homer is pretty fucked up in that i there's also some great little character acting too not just homer's drunk acting is great but also when he tells everybody their gifts like bart just looks sheepish and when he hears when he says the sweater lisa just like rolls her eyes like oh, that fucking sweater like she doesn't <laughs> want that sweater or yeah. she's still disappointed by it and uh, and also maggie when the microphone is put in marge's face maggie reaches for it a couple oh, times cute. it's very yeah you know it's easy to just have maggie immobile and not move for her like she's she's just a prop she's yeah. not a character it's a little weird that homer went to moe's to drink this off when it's like he usually goes to Moe's when he has done something and feels guilty and is drinking, mm. you know. But it's yeah. not his fault that all this Christmas stuff happened. Yeah, it could. I mean, there might have not just been enough alcohol in the house and they, uh, uh-huh. the the uh, grocery store wasn't open. Yeah. So he's yeah, like, yeah. I got to get drunk somewhere. Took away all of his eggnog, the government. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he's still in these noggy days. Yeah. He's not. But I could see him being so heartbroken by Christmas he, do- he doesn't even want eggnog. Yeah. Yeah, he's most sad about the Cajun sausage. (laughs) Oh, and also to speak about things reminding you of old episodes, in the Thanksgiving one, he gave a very similar speech to this. I actually thought in the Thanksgiving one, I double checked it. In the Thanksgiving one, he doesn't say, I hope you choke like that. Things are not as heightened as they were. But he does hope for an award after that one. Yes, yeah. yeah. I smell a local Emmy. (laughs) I love the gag when he drives away that, like, Dan's homeless guy says, yeah, rooting for you. (laughs) That's a a very Bill Murray voice he put on in that Though, if the Cajun sausage was in a fire, wouldn't there be a smell of cooked sausage? Mm, That should wake up. magical fires. Again, this magical fire left no scent. Like (laughs) It froze all the presents like an amber. They're perfectly (laughs) distilled in there. Uh, and yeah, Homer comes home, uh, a lousy doormat. That's also a very funny. Yeah. He's just mad at it. And but if you don't get the reference, you're just going to think he's being really mean to Lisa in this yeah. scene. That's I. That's what I love about that joke. But I didn't get the reference in yep. 97 either. Yeah. I hadn't seen It's a Wonderful Life. So you're just like, you're so cruel. Why are yeah. you being so cruel? It's also mixing two scenes, like the, the scene where George Bailey comes home for the first time in the movie and the scene where he sees the people there about to give him things. Yeah. Well, that's what I love. That's actually what I love about it as a joke now that I get the reference because it's conflating these two scenes. George Bailey screams at his daughter because he is suicidal at this moment and incredibly upset. So, and it's, it's when he realizes he's gone too far 
Homer doing it at the time he should be happy is another comment on Homer being an <laughs> asshole. I never thought, yeah, that's totally true. Wow. So the, them mixing that is like Homer is such an asshole that when he's supposed to have the happy ending, <laughs> he's screaming at his daughter to not play the song, which which he does in in the end of the movie too. She is playing the song yeah. and he welcomes it. Like it's so <laughs> it's an extra layer of uh, of mocking the of recreating it's a wonderful life that I that I like, but also Homer's piece of shit like yeah. <laughs> and uh and also speaking of things that they're using this is the ending of when flanders failed like oh this you're exact right scene. yeah god that's right <laughs> but that's what i do i'm i'm not against them reusing a it's a wonderful life they were reference. more sincere then i mean he wasn't being uh he wasn't being given a fish and a button and <laughs> yeah. things like that <laughs> well and it was meant as the legit end of the episode in yeah. this case it's one of like two fake endings yep. so uh it's all about subverting this would have been the normal ending of an episode or when bart admits to what he did that's the ending of an episode they want to keep surprising you with like no that's not the end either where are we gonna go and uh the ending will surprise you not maybe good but uh uh, so yes everybody is giving people saw our story on the news and they've opened their hearts to us yeah we just gave what we could does anyone have change for a button really restores your faith in Lisa, do you have to practice that stupid song now? Sorry, Daddy. Hey, heard some no good Nick stole your tree. Well, we got a 30-footer, so you can have the top of ours. Thanks, Ted. <laughs> Bart, this is Patches. And what was your name? Poor Violet. Oh, I don't like where this is going. Your story made everyone at the orphanage so sad. We want you to have this dollar we were saving. Please, I don't deserve this. Yeah, they don't appear very often in this series because they're very tubercular, and I think they just died after a few <laughs> years. But I love, they're just there to to heighten everything, to make them feel yeah. worse. <laughs> Patches and poor Violet are Dickensian orphans. Yeah. I, I just love that. And like the part, Bart's uh, <laughs> viewer of the show, he's like, I don't like where this is going. Yeah, he their, knows it's set up for a joke. That's their vitamin money we find out later. <laughs> but uh, it's weird that Homer calls Ned Ted. <laughs> And not Flanders, mm, like he yeah. he should call him Flanders. Like well, stupid the, giving Flanders. Well, that's uh. Well, I this uh, talking about jokes I didn't get for twenty two years. I always just heard it as Ned. Me too. I wasn't listening yeah. that closely. So the joke is, I guess, that Homer so doesn't weird. know his yeah. name. Like, yeah. yeah. Instead of, I guess they are like, well, no, Homer should have a nice reaction to this giving from Ned. But we got to get some joke in there. Like, okay, yeah. then he doesn't actually know his name. <laughs> and all I can picture when I when he gets that tree, I'm just picturing the top of the Ned Flanders tree just being like a flat top. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have like a vaulted ceiling that we don't know about? A 30-foot tree, jeez. Uh, that could be a, the newest event, uh, addition to his uh, <laughs> downstairs, or his basement, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and the change for a button, that's a pretty good line, too. That uh, Burns, Burns could give them so much and gives nothing, like all rich men. I've used that line a lot uh, because I'm hilarious. When people are asking for money or chip in on something, um, yeah. It's a good line. Try using it at home. You know, listening to it here, too, Homer's cruelty to Lisa is even worse because Yardley plays it like the girl in yep. the movie. Like, yeah. sorry, daddy. Like, with a babyishness that Lisa 
Lisa does not have, which makes it even worse. Like, uh, and yeah, Patches and poor Violet, they uh, just like a doctor, <laughs> doctor says I'm sick. Yeah, then, so <laughs> that that was the first half of It's a Wonderful Life. Now it's uh, they ca- they start counting up the money. My goodness, there is over fifteen thousand dollars here. Fifteen thousand Missoulians! Holy schlamola! What are you gonna do with all that kablingi? Well, if you mean the money, <laughs> I suppose we'll just replace the items the burglar took. Boring! From- Spend it on something fun. Go wild! Ha! Right, Seymour? Yes, something wild. Yeah, enjoy, eh? Yeah, something fun! Something stupid. You only live once. Hey, speak for yourself. March, kids, let's go buy some happiness. <laughs> God bless you, Bart Simpson. <laughs> I kiss you, but... Doctor says I'm sick. <coughs> that uh, the Missoulians thing, Krusty says, is a Ron Hauge word because uh, he at one point lived in Missoula. I and see. And I guess Missoulian is a resident of Missoula, or just the fun <laughs> word he made up. Yep. That should be taken as a new thing to call dollars. Like, yeah. I, I like that. And that Krusty is just using all of these like old vaudeville things <laughs> to say. And Marge's like, if you mean the money, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's very confusing. <laughs> and the most steals from the March of Dimes. I like that gag too. <laughs> but the uh, the patches and poor Violet just exist to make Bart feel bad, and that's that's what I kind of love about them. That's why I think they do. They'll appear in like character packs like randomly but according to the wiki they've only appeared i think in like speaking roles in three other episodes yeah yeah in this era right mm-hmm. yeah they also appeared in one simpsons comic but i i saw that it was not drawn by a friend of the show nina matsumoto throw it out <laughs> <laughs> it was drawn by i think her real friend phil ortiz oh we'll though, keep it so. <laughs> just keep it <laughs> uh so they uh they've got fifteen thousand bucks in their hands and homer this actually reminded me of uh homer the pigeon from bart carney in a few episodes oh like, yeah he just happily walks around with a handful of money like is this how much like he's the the perfect uh, fool for uh, a car dealer is this car fifteen thousand dollars yeah it is now <laughs> and because of your loss folks i'll throw in the undercoating for 200 now uh, 490 bucks <laughs> what a deal i'd be a sucker not to get it i don't know about this dad shouldn't we give the money to charity or something Oh, I'm sorry. I jabbed you with my pen. Ow, you're still doing it. Yeah, I know. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Right down Santa Claus Lane. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Will this Christmas never end? Out of my way, Snowpoke. Slow down, Homer. Don't worry, honey. I know exactly what I'm... Whoopsie. Tap the brakes! Tap the brakes! Run into the skid! No, wait for the skid! Go the brakes! Go to the left! Go to the middle! Shut up! One at a time! Pizza? Bail out! <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot in there. Yeah, uh, Plow King is yeah. there. The Plow King returns, which I guess has been Barney's, even though they were supposed to work together on it. Well, you know what? No. They said they were going to work together, and then they repossessed the Mr. Plow. Yeah. Didn't see the Plow King got repossessed, so it's possible that uh, that Barney just has a Plow King and still does it. He's working on Christmas too. <laughs> yeah, and all, like he was just drunk a couple hours ago. Hmm. Hey, yeah. I mean, wait. Maybe he. Uh, well, he a always hours is. So. I think he's just always at that level of drunkenness, <laughs> yeah. though. He was he was driving the Plow King quite a lot at that uh, that <laughs> drinking level. And uh, yeah, about undercoating, I did a little. Obviously, we all know you don't get under 
coding. It's a scam. Uh, that's uh, one of my favorite gags about it was in Fargo, the movie, where he's like, not nah, true code. You got to get the true code. They're like, we don't want the true code. <laughs> uh, but according to Consumer Reports last year, cars today are manufactured with corrosion protection, which makes undercoating the added treatment unnecessary, though it is profitable for the car dealerships. Consumer Report recommends that car buyers skip the undercoating and several other pricey add-ons, including VIN etching, fabric <laughs> protection, and extended warranties. I'm just glad I haven't had to drive in icy weather in about a decade. <laughs> this is a huge anxiety for me. I have never had to drive in icy weather ever. Like yeah. never. I've always lived in uh, places <laughs> with no snow. So I was I was lucky in that way. You bo- both are from uh, more north than me. Yeah. I was good, and I never got in an accident. Uh, that was my fault. Uh, with icy weather, people have hit me. Mm. So I I had to look up what the official car safety rules yeah. are. Like the show did a disservice where it's yeah. like, yeah. oh, I don't know what to do. Like, it's, <laughs> it's all the conventional wisdom they spout out to Homer. <laughs> it reminds me too of the gag where Wiggum tells Bart to drive in two both directions in traffic and <laughs> yeah. it just confuses you. Yeah. Uh, but the real thing, Lisa was correct. You drive, you turn into the skid, yep. but you don't overcorrect. That's the other thing. And Marge is wrong too. Don't touch the brakes. You don't touch the brakes. Like you slow down and you should be going at a good speed anyway. But it, the reason you turn into the skid is to correct for um. the direction your back tires are going. You want to by turning into the skid, your front tires are matching your back tires. Uh, when it's black ice, though, that all, that all goes out the window. Oh, all yeah. the rules are gone. No, <laughs> I don't know. I know black ice is deadly. Though, don't like, when you're trying to turn into it, don't go like, vroom, like, yeah. no, don't. That's the overcorrecting thing. You got to be careful of that, too. I watched a very boring YouTube video from, like, <laughs> now the tr- cops about a it. A driving uh, <laughs> tips podcast. <laughs> I People need to know the right information. I And it's a nice fishy explosion when it lands in yeah. there, too. I Also, I I love the blank look on Homer's face as everyone's telling him things. He's like, yeah, (laughs) he's not doing anything instead. And Lisa, I also the camera move on Lisa going bail out (laughs) is really great. That is some dangerous stuff too. just jumping, jumping out into the road. Yeah, Not a good safety tip from us. And uh, yeah, it falls into the water, explodes, a fish smacks Homer in the face, and uh, Homer says he knew this would happen. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we they then go back home. They don't have any money. They don't even have a new car. They just have nothing for all of their troubles. I mean, they're technically out hundred or five hundred dollars. Yes, yeah. The, the, the way that guy doubles it is great too. Like it's it, <laughs> two, no, four hundred, four hundred and ninety. Like he even adds another. He doubles it, yeah. and then he realizes. I could add 90 more to this. <laughs> I can get away with it. Uh, now this also could be the ending of the episode. And that's what uh, it it's very unpredictable this one because this would have been the ending of a of a, like a season two episode of The Simpsons. Bart, you're up early. I couldn't sleep. What's wrong? <sighs> there was no burglar. No burglar? What does he mean? I accidentally burned up the tree and the presents. I'm really sorry. You little... Lisa, no! Your hands are too weak! I'm gonna kill you! No, I'm killing him first! No, wait, you're
Boy, now Lisa wants that sweater. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, all of the all of the lies. I think it's not just the sweater; it's just the anger. But her, uh, they they draw the classic. But even when she strangles him, they draw the classic Bart strangled face <laughs> on him too. Yeah, we haven't got strangle in a while. Yeah. It's it's a great. That's another great subversion too. That like on say Full House, they would have hugged him instead of like. Why wow, you little like the he they immediately go to violence and uh, it's a really great just like drawing of the scrum I guess you'd call it of the whole family together there that like Lisa is making sure to kick Bart while hanging <laughs> off of Homer's arms while he's strangling and while Marge is trying to stop them yes. I like their immediate turn and emotion when they, yeah. when they hear the doorbell ring their reset to happy family was really great there too and uh, yes Kent Brockman is here for a follow up story and uh, things don't go so well. Folks, any words for the Christmas thief, if he's watching? Uh, yes, Kent. Uh, hello, jerk. <laughs> we may never find you, and we should probably all stop looking. <laughs> but one thing's for sure, you do exist. Strong words. <laughs> Strong, bewildering words. Also, we want to thank the whole town for their generosity. Hey, look. It's Little Bart's fire truck. <laughs> Little Lisa's sweater. Little Homer's sausage. What in the name of holy hell is going on here? Oh, it's true. We weren't robbed. That part we made up. But the rest is true. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. He's just covering for me. I destroyed the presents, then I buried the evidence. And I acted alone. So the family never knew about any of this. Well, the boy told us, but that was after we filed a phony police report. (laughs) And after he spent all the townspeople's money. So you can see why my husband had to lie to you a moment ago. <laughs> that that was a great delivery of like, here's why you should why no one will believe any of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though they're all telling the truth. I like how Brockman and his crew are using all the terms from his own narrative. It's like that's <laughs> little Homer's Cajun sausage. <laughs> little Lisa's sweater. And it's a nice uh, kind of Christmas history touch that it's Santa's little helper revealing it, yeah. too, that their Christmas dog ruins their Christmas lie. Yeah, and uh, it, it it is important that, like, to make it more distinct from the previous Christmas episode where it's like, now they're all, they all, all pretty much share the guilt. Like, yes, yeah. You know, Bart did a little bad thing to make this whole, you know, sequence of events start, but, you know, he meant well when he lied to his family <laughs> and they, you know, were drawn into the lie and they lied too, so. It's true, know, yeah. No the one's, f- Scott, clean, no one's clean in this. Really. Yeah, the first one was Homer lies to everybody. The second one is Bart lies or gets caught. And this one is it's the whole family. Yep. So, uh, and yeah, I love Homer's Homer's speech of like, <laughs> one thing for sure, you do exist. That's, that seems like an O.J. Simpson reference. Yeah. It has to be. It's yeah. still fresh. It's 97, right? <laughs> or the Benet, John Benet. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't think that, that was, had happened yet. That was 96. Yeah. Okay. It did so. happen on Christmas. Uh, yeah, Ooh, yeah. boy, we're talking about grizzly stuff here. Yeah. Now the, but yes, the in general that always works. Of the uh, somebody looking for the real, if they if they really wanted to go for an OJ Simpson thing, they could have said, "We're still looking for the real thief." Yeah. But yes, once the uh, the lies revealed, everybody instantly hates the Simpsons. So this was all a scam, and on Christmas, yeah, Jesus must be spinning at his grave. <laughs> We gave them our vitamin money. (coughs) Hey, 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 shoot, you lousy freeloaders. Come back when you get some parents. In my long career, I've seen some pretty shabby things. But this putrid fraud outstinks them all. (laughs) And cut. 
<laughs> I just want to thank you folks so much. This has turned out to be a great, great story for me. <laughs> yeah, we're pulling for you. <laughs> That's the second business we've seen uh, old Jewish man, the character. Yeah, a weird voice. But yeah. it's Dan's voice. Yeah, yeah. it's not Hank. The last time it. was like, don't scratch up those heads, boys. <laughs> With the <laughs> zip boys. At least then they remember the right voice. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I think probably that I would chalk that up to just miscommunication. Like they recorded a voice that wasn't supposed to be old Jewish man. Yeah. They used old Jewish man and nobody thought at the time before animation, like, wait, that's not the right guy. Yeah. It is a bit weird that he goes from a guy who dances with his pants down to like owning multiple businesses. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Well, in this very episode, he's in the old folks' home during the really? high dance. Like he wow. they walk right by him. Yeah. So all the his, more reason yeah. to not he has use his good him. days and bad days. <laughs> Maybe he wandered out and thought he owned that store. <laughs> uh, or he just likes to I mean, maybe he doesn't work there. He just likes to yell yeah. at people. <laughs> and that is uh his special pills from the doctor <laughs> gave him a different voice. Uh. But that that poor Violet and Patch is like they're being screamed at for being orphans. Like yeah. that also is crazy. Get a job. <laughs> and uh and also this that Barney believes in Jesus but thinks he's dead. That's <laughs> quite a uh, quite a, a stance there. He didn't finish that chapter in the Bible yet. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh I love the verb outstinks. Like that's a great like this putrid fraud outstinks them all. <laughs> that's a great a great line. And But this uh, is still Christmas because they go to Krusty Burger and well, someone says there goes Christmas dinner. Yeah. You know, Which is funny because boring. there are so many people there at a fast food restaurant to have Christmas dinner. Yep. Uh, you know, I really did take that as I did read this as the next day because when they see Bart in the morning, I feel like it's supposed to be the twenty sixth. Mm. But you're right; they do say Christmas dinner, yeah, so yeah. but has it? Yeah, mm, maybe they're still digesting Christmas dinner, and now they're sick oh, when yeah. seeing him at a Krusty Burger on the twenty. I mean, no, the this is Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> decorations would still be up on the twenty sixth. Yep. I one of my favorite things is seeing. Christmas decorations in the time after directly after Christmas. There's a whole Pete and Pete about it. I, I look today. Yeah. Bob knows Pete and Pete too, but I, yeah, of course, yes, yeah. The, there's a <laughs> like great endless Christmas, right? Yeah, he wants Christmas to never end. Oh, and uh, the garbage man is trying to insist on throwing it away. It's <laughs> like you got to start over again. Like it's it's Christmas is done, guys. <laughs> it's all a metaphor for death. Okay. Oh, okay, now I'm brought down. <laughs> I didn't get that reference. <laughs> well, so then wait at the end when they make a Christmas tree out of their garbage. Is that dressing up a corpse one last time? I'm to um, celebrate it. Yes. <laughs> I will say yes to that. Which song from Polaris is playing? Uh, <laughs> uh, one of their five. <laughs> Sometimes it's magnetic field. Yeah. You know, the apples and stereo. <laughs> <laughs> the whole town hates them. They're getting tomatoes thrown at their house. I forgot this was... For some reason, when we did Homer Badman, I thought this was the that was the one with the pineapple. I forgot it was this was uh, the one with that, the pineapple. That feels like uh, Schwartzwaldian. To yes, me. yeah, the pineapple on the fishing line. The the econ like the kind of hobo economy of it. Like, yeah. well, I'm not wasting this. I didn't buy more than one pineapple. I'm I feel like Mo it. did that. I don't know why. Mm, that feels like a Mo move. Yeah, it's the most destructive and the cheapest too. Yeah. Did you guys see that video on the internet that, about how the the right way to eat pineapples? I uh, blew my mind. Yeah. I never realized that you're supposed to pick it like a pine cone uh, from the top. I like, eat pineapples out of cans though, so <laughs> I've never actually eaten a live pineapple. In I've the read wild. from pineapple experts though that it's like you can do that, but it has to be like perfectly ripe. Like, yeah. So yeah. that's you can pull it apart like that. By the way, I consider myself to have a strong stomach, but the amount of 
burger spitting in that one. Scene okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know what? I <laughs> really real, hate uh, that. Beef is a butthead moment. Almost. I exactly when I saw it as a kid and when I see it now, it made me think it'd beef is a butthead. Like you could do one, and I'd be like, okay, I understand. But like they just didn't stop. And <laughs> they I think spit it was like so much. Too. Yeah, it, <laughs> that's probably part of the reason they did. It. It's like we can have this guy spit six <laughs> times, and it'll only have to animate it once. <laughs> and uh, well, it's a rare appearance of a non-squeaky voice teen. Like these yeah. two teens have not returned since. They they seem like like uh is it Lollapalooza that they did? They were yeah. Hullabalooza. Hull- Hullabalooza. Oh, yeah, Sorry. they seem yeah. a little like them. Yeah. Though one is just the Jimbo voice yeah. too. Oh, and I also like the head the sub headline of Angry Mob Mulls Options. Like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Another great headline. Also, their car has been defaced. Apparently, the I kill you is an inside joke too for the creators of the show. It was written on a wiffle ball bat in the writers' <laughs> room because this was pre iPhone. You had to hit things with a bat or eat food in between <laughs> writing jokes. Oh, man, the skill to kill somebody with a wiffle ball bat. Yeah, you look I, like. Choke them with it, I guess. I, yeah. Before I knew that gag, I thought it was almost like a Ren and Stimpy joke of like, you. I kill you, yep. man. Uh, but yes, the, the family is shunned. Miss Hoover? Miss Hoover? Forget it, Lisa. I'm not teaching you anything until I get my money back. Now turn your desk around and stop learning. <laughs> All the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hi, liar. <laughs> because, oh, sorry. Run for your lives, everyone! This is not a drill! Oh, right, yeah. Then while we're gone, you take our snacks, just like you took our money. You tell them, laddie. <laughs> uh, God, that spitting is so gross. Yeah. I, it did disgust me. Well, because of Lisa and her family, uh, Chief Wiggum had to be there on Christmas morning and leave Ralph behind, so yeah. he's probably mad about that. Ralph should be, but he's very friendly about his anger. Uh, yeah, we, wait, this has to be probably way past the 26th if they're back in school. Yeah, now... This uh, is January. Uh, yeah. It's the, January. The Krusty Burger scene was Christmas still, okay. but the, now we're in January times. Yeah, I mean, the, the decorations, when we see their house later, the decorations are gone, too. Uh, okay. Like, so... Yeah, it's the start of January. I I love how uh, how long it takes Lisa to turn it all the way around. She's like yeah. all the way. Mm-mm. So by the, the by the next time we see the house, it could have been taken from them, right? Mm. Or is there a scene, another scene at their house before then? No, yeah. we're at the house when uh, we're we'll hear them at the uh, house in uh, a, in a second here. Uh, so yeah, sorry. no, the reaction of uh, I just love the way Lenny says like eat me our snacks like it's a nice like <laughs> mouthful kind of Lenny line there too this is a very very short third act though it's like two minutes yeah. long I think they knew they wanted to subvert your expectations but they're also like we gotta speed that we don't have much time to really do yeah. it and that's with putting in a celebrity cameo which uh, I mean let's talk about it now yeah. um, I'm not tr- gonna be funny this is not a, we're not gonna joke around about it no jingles but uh, yes Alex Trebek the Alex Trebek legend of game show hosting is yes. in this episode uh, at the time of this recording he has very recently announced that he has stage four pancreatic cancer which for a man in his 70s is uh, not a good thing yeah. and uh, you don't live very long yeah. with that but I want to point out that he announced that before this recording, so it's not our fault. Yes, yeah. So please, no, none of those poor yeah, taste jokes. Yeah. And I, you know, who knows? He, I hope he lives as long as he can. And definitely in the two weeks it'll take till this episode comes out, I hope he's still with us then, too. He made a nice video about it. And even yes. in that video, what he's joking. Made, managed, managed to make a joke. Like, yeah. He's, yeah, and it's no wonder they like chose him for this episode because mm-hmm. he's, he's always been... 
funny. Yeah. Great host. In that video, he makes a very funny <laughs> joke about like, I have three years left on my contract. I can't go. I got, <laughs> I can still be here. He always was up for a joke. Like he was on, well, actually, no, he's not in I Lost on Jeopardy because that was made right before he took yeah. over the show. Oh, right. Yeah. 84. The, the Weird Al music video. When he came I over. Say. Yeah. Yeah. That confused the shit out of me. Uh, on a Christmas, yeah. I got a Weird Al VHS of all of his videos to that yeah. point, uh, which was fun to listen to Christmas on Ground Zero. It, in Ground. Christmas on Ground Zero. On At Ground Christmas. Zero. I do it at yeah. karaoke. That's why yes, I know it. Yeah, I, I knew I was saying it wrong. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and yeah, but when it got to I Lost on Jeopardy, I was so confused. Like, this doesn't look like Jeopardy. What is this <laughs> fake-ass Jeopardy? But it's the real one. He yeah. got the real yeah. Jeopardy. One year before he took over Weird Al did that song. Sorry, uh, Dave. Yeah. That's, just, that's just one of those songs where for years I just thought it was Weird Al original. Yes. Yeah. The original is so obscure. No one's heard of yeah. Our Loves in Jeopardy. Yeah. Who's ever heard of that? Like, same with, I feel like I I'd at least heard my Sharona before yeah. I'd, I'd heard my Bologna. <laughs> this Trebek stuff reminds me that those very funny, perhaps not funny anymore, I don't know, uh, Celebrity Jeopardy sketches on SNL, that was not even an impression of Alex Trebek. Was it Will no. Ferrell playing Trebek? Yeah. Yes. He just, there was no, I mean, Trebek has sort of like a, a like a higher nasal voice. He's Canadian. Mm-hmm. Trebek was not doing any of that. Yep. I mean, sorry, uh, <laughs> Ferrell wasn't doing any of that. <laughs> no, he yeah. just like potent potables. Yeah. Like, he was just very serious, but I like that uh, Trebek joked around with that yeah, too. Yeah, he did the, uh, what do they call it? Sneaker upper when uh, the person yes. who's being lampooned in a skit shows up on the skit. Oh, that's the term. That's the official term. That's I didn't know that. Upper, I, wow. I believe that was in Farrell's last regular episode, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it also will uh, Alex Trebek like he yeah host since '84. That he's been a fixture of our lives, our <laughs> basically our entire lives. So him announcing his illness really hit hard. It, it reminded you what a staple yeah. he's been. If we hadn't heard of this, uh, this part of the episode would be very different. Just like yeah, Alex Trebek, he's fun. Like, yeah, you I don't mean, really think about it. I was aware of him on Jeopardy since I started being aware of things in yeah. general. So, <laughs> And, like, it was a huge event in 2001 when he shaved his mustache, yeah. which I didn't know he he has grown back facial hair from time mm. to time. I, I found out looking up. I was trying to find out when he shaved it the first time. Mm. And then there was, like, a story from early 2018 of him shaving a beard off. Like, he had grown a beard, shaved it off, and for, I think, at least one episode, he had classic mustache, oh. and then he shaved that off, too. But uh, Jeopardy's also kind of like a bridge for me from, like, I would watch The Simpsons in syndication mm. from, like, six to seven. Seven to eight is the Jeopardy Wheel of Fortune hour, yes. and, then, and then it's prime time. My mom loves Jeopardy and hates Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Like, she thinks it's the stupid... She yep. won't watch it. She's like, this is the dumb <laughs> show. I'm smart. Pat, I, Pat Sajak sucks. He also sucks. <laughs> He's yes. a real piece yeah. of shit. Yeah, I, that's also cool about the Trebek, as far as I know, is just like a, a good guy. And uh, yeah, boy, anything. I mean, Trebek also, yeah, he did SNL. He's appeared on The Simpsons. He he will do jokes. Like he's not, he's up for jokes about himself. Yeah. I like how this comes out of nowhere and it yeah, happens. Yeah. It feels yeah. very daring to me. Oh, uh, one, uh, another funny thing I liked on SNL of uh, Will Ferrell was when I think it was an SNL like special of just game show sketches mm-hmm. tied together and it was hosted by uh, in character Trebek and Regis Philbin oh. and Regis Philbin the whole time was like we give away a million dollars does anybody ever want a million dollars on your show and Trebek's like maybe not no, like, <laughs> he had to admit that their show had less money though though now by this point people have won millions of dollars yeah. on it because we have like Ken Jennings yeah. and uh and Jeopardy Arthur winners Chu are more f- was yeah. that the other guy yeah, yeah. 
Jeopardy winners are more famous. Like the only <laughs> guy I remember from who wants to be a millionaire was the first guy to win, and then mm. no one else really. I don't even remember his name. Yeah. Though. though I mean, both Ken Jennings and Arthur Chu tried to did to turn that into yeah. Twitter celebrity as Ooh, well. So. Uh, I think Ken Jennings survived. Arthur Chu did not. Ar- I don't know. Arthur Chu blocked me a long time ago <laughs> because he just had a a group block of anybody who follows a so the like socialist co- groups. Ah. I, it's very confusing. Uh, but okay, yes, enough enough about Jeopardy. Let's hear let's hear this wonderful clip first of Marge uh, self censoring the word motherfucker on the show. <laughs> You'll all get yours in hell, you lying, thieving, <clears throat> blanking blankers, sincerely, mom. <laughs> oh great! Now we have to send him a card. I know you're used to getting hate mail, but I'm not. There's only one way out. We've got to give this greedy town its money back. We don't have $15,000. Unless... <laughs> Aren't we forgetting something, Marge? You were down $5,200. But Mr. Trebek... I asked you before the game if you knew the rules, and you said you did. <laughs> Judges? <laughs> Bradman! She ain't getting the home version. <laughs> I like that. Uh, when I was a kid, I assumed that could have been the uh, penalty. Like, if you're, if you're negative on Jeopardy, I was like, what would happen? So I feel like like a lot of the writers must have had that same idea. Like, what would happen if you have zero, uh, negative dollars on Jeopardy? Like, what other game show do you have negative dollars <laughs> yeah. on? Uh, you know, Jeopardy seems like one of the hardest ones, too, because not only is it the mind game of constantly reminding yourself to say it in the form of a question, but also, like, everybody who thinks they do good on Jeopardy, it's about the speed of clicking your thing. Like, you got to be yeah. fast on that. That's that's it's what I've heard skill-wise. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, I don't know. I've seen old people do well, too. I like the college. Well, I always, as a kid, liked watching college Jeopardy because I could get those ones. Yeah, there's like, also Rock and Roll Jeopardy, hosted uh, by Jeff Probst before he did Survivor. Oh right, yeah. yeah. And wait, it was uh, Sugar Sugar Ray Man was very good <laughs> yes. at that, wasn't he? <laughs> what was his name? Mark Mark McGrath. Yeah, yeah, that's, right. that's yeah. right. Oh my God, that's right. But also, like, <laughs> this is probably at the end of the era where you, when you were on a game show, you would win the home version of the game show, yeah, yeah. consolation prize, which is like that's got to be the worst that you just lost on a game show. Why would you want to be reminded of it by playing it at home? Here's Forever. a diorama of your failure. <laughs> <laughs> Forever be when you're at home and your family pulls out the game. Games, you'll be reminded of when you didn't win on yeah. national television. <laughs> That'll be a story for the rest of your fucking yeah. life. Like, yeah, I if I could be on one game show, it would be Price is Right. That would be my yeah. pick. Because it's easy. But boy, just, that's like a monkey's paw thing because you could get a crap game. Like the golf yeah. one, that always sucked. Oh, I don't want to do Plinko probably. I, oh, the putting yeah. one? Yeah, fuck that. I, yeah. uh, I mean... I would want the high reward one that's really hard. I if I had to pick one, it would be the the one where it's like you pick the middle dollars on a car yeah. one. I, I like that that's, one. Yeah. Or the well, it's also dice. It's the yeah. roll the dice one. That yeah. that also takes the guessing out of it. It's really yeah. just rolling giant fuzzy dice. I mean, for the pure aesthetics, I would want to do the uh the hike the mountain hiker one, because that's fun looking, but <laughs> oh, I think yeah. there's some yodeling in there too. Yeah, but Pl- Plinko is it's the combined like it looks fun, mm-hmm. and you're probably guaranteed to win some money. You get to climb a ladder too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, the problem with Plinko though is like odds. Like, I think three people ever have hit the twenty five thousand on Plinko. Yeah. Like, well, you know, you get a couple hundred bucks. Sure, yeah, and also you'd get to say I played Plinko, the yeah. most famous. Like, uh, and in Las Vegas. They have just the Plinko 
version. It's not the Price is Right machine for um, the slot machine. It's Plinko, the slot yeah. machine. Uh, but anyway, but my, why, why are we talking? Why? That's not Jeopardy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> so uh, they, they run off again. Alex Trebek, very funny in that scene there. He's just, uh, uh, you know, another time he was really good on a show was on Cheers. Oh. He was, uh, the, oh, there was yeah. one where Cliff Clavin oh. goes on, on uh, Jeopardy and every question is his question. That's right. He is the know-it-all on Cheers. <laughs> yes. I believe he lost for some crazy reason. Like he he answers the question wrong, but in a way that seems right to him. I think it's yeah. it's been too long since I've watched that Jeopardy. I need or cheers. I need to watch that one. Anyway, with the Jeopardy bit over, that that really did just feel like filler to get uh, to get them out of the house so they could come back. A long yeah. trip to Burbank. Yes, they <laughs> they flew the whole family flew to Burbank, which like yeah. that couldn't have been. They're just adding either. more to that debt. <laughs> and also, it's not that easy to just get on Jeopardy. Like, yeah, you have to pass tests too. <laughs> the comedy, though, the comedy of like unless, and then you hear the music, uh, and just that you're waiting. In first viewing, you yeah. think, "Oh, Marge is winning. Oh, she's the worst." Yeah. She's- I mean, Not hearing the music is a real gut punch. You're like, oh yes. my God, they went to Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. It actually that's, happened. That's the final Jeopardy song. And I think, I don't know, but I think if you have negative money, like you cannot play Final Jeopardy because you have to have money to bid, right? I think so. I've never I seen anyone so. do that bad on Jeopardy. Well, what if Marge they? got the question wrong and that put her into the negative? Hmm. You know, you can't, oh. I don't think you can. They're not playing that music yeah. then. Uh, I don't think you can wager any more than you have. You, know, you can't wager more than you have in Final Jeopardy. Mm. Like the worst you can do in Final Jeopardy is drop to zero. So yes. what do you do if you're under, I think they just probably don't let you play. I think, you know, no, you must play, but you just have a zero bet and it's just you hope that everybody goes below I you guess, on their yeah. bet. I'm I think guessing. they just wanted the music to sell the bit. They didn't yes. care about the reality. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we they head back home. We get to even see the sign Evergreen Terrace, which almost makes you think that they knew you knew the name of the episode, so they wanted to show uh, okay. it's back on Evergreen Terrace. But uh, then we get some real emotional whiplash in this <laughs> next bit here. That's true. I guess you better get used to being pariahs. There's no shame in being a pariah. (laughs) Oh, no, there's that angry mob again. Hey, look who's here, everybody. Oh, hi. (laughs) My, they've forgiven us. It's a miracle. You know, deep down, people are pretty great. Hey, wait a minute. (laughs) They're taking our stuff. Good lord! I mean, you, you don't get two of these uh, "It's a Wonderful Life" scenes in one in yeah, one show. Yeah, but it's a, it's a nice mystery. You're like, wait, what does this mean? <laughs> like, you're you're definitely left in first viewing very confused. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Why is the door open? And yeah, seeing uh, Mole Man carrying the oven that's a pretty good joke yeah. i like that but i don't think they would be happy with the simpsons at that point they would just be mm. like it would be more vindictive i think yeah <laughs> they're all insane the like so, they've yeah. all insanely decided that like, like we're nice to you now because yeah. we're stealing your things yeah. there's a weird moment on the stairs when uh crusty is coming down and he tells otto that he's already you know raided the, the medicine cabinet yes. otto doesn't say anything it feels like there should be a line like oh yeah. oh man yeah. or something oh, like that man. like he yeah, just stares right. blankly it's like there should be an auto line there that bothers me now <laughs> uh though uh, 
this was the first time I caught the like them seeing the couches gone gone is a parody couch gag. Like it's framed oh, exactly like a yeah, couch gag. Yeah. So it's it's showing that everything has been upset here that they don't they can't even do their couch gag yeah. in in that proper setting. Again, this okay, so this is why I didn't like going back to it as a kid because I knew this ending was coming. And I didn't like this ending because it's just kind of like it makes me feel bad. The idea of being robbed of all your things <laughs> through a fault that something it's not your fault. Yeah. Bart's fault. Just steal it's, from him. Yeah. <laughs> And so they lose everything, including their pets. Like that actually really hurts yeah, seeing it. Yeah. And but then it also bugged me. It also was why I'd skip it because I'm like, well, this gets reset the next episode. They didn't lose everything. It's all fine. Yeah. Uh, to me, this episode and the uh, the holidays of future past, they're both like these could be series finale episodes. In mm-hmm. fact, this feels a lot like <laughs> the Seinfeld finale, which is like I think five or six months away. <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like they lose everything, but they there's still some like. It, I love the ending because it's as as much as they have nothing, they still are enjoying each other as a family, and they're still the same people. Yeah. Why? Just like when they were in their prison cell yes. at the end of uh, Seinfeld. That's yeah. that's a really they good literally point. Literally had the yeah. same conversation they had in the very first episode. <laughs> well, if listeners think that we're pedantic, I have a new segment I want to launch on this podcast Uh-oh. that I just realized should be not a recurring segment because it would be tedious. But we are pedantic; it's our job. But. If you go onto the episode capsules for these episodes oh back in time, <laughs> I just want to focus on this scene alone because there are so many like goofs yeah. in this listing <laughs> that I love. This is like the cinema sins of the Simpsons. Oh, okay. Oh boy. Uh, I'll read a few of them because they're hilarious. Um, uh, why would the fireplace be lit when our favorite family is out? <laughs> Good question. Mm. In 3F03, <laughs> Homer has been seen having a pretty competent gas grill. I find it hard to believe Ned's would be on the list of items Homer has stolen from him. And I'll, I'll do one more. Let me see. Um, I have a pedantry back to that pedant. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, but, uh, wait, I, I have one more yeah, to do. Say, say the one more, yeah. Um, where did the washcloth come from? Mm. These are all good mm. questions that we won't answer. What is your uh, re- Homer had that washcloth in his back pocket. That's true. <laughs> That's his neck washing washcloth ah. uh, from their trip to Pennsylvania. How many Fs did this episode get in, uh, on SNPP? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I've seen a lot of Fs as, as I scroll down through here. Uh, but no, my pedantry is that Homer has had a regular gas grill uh, before, too, but that grill that is there was the one he used in Lisa the Vegetarian. Uh, so he has used it before. And you're, and also, it was in the Little Lugger when they uh, go off to uh, Cypress Springs? Yeah. Creek. Creek. Cypress yeah. Creek, yeah. It fits that Ned, he has Ned's thing. Like, that's my favorite gag of all the thieving. <laughs> it's a running joke, too. He always steals yeah. from Ned. Yeah. Well, and that Ned, I lo- that doesn't... This sells out a lot of characters who are just happily robbing them, but Ned wouldn't do that, but he would take back his thing. Like that, that's at least, I like that Ned did that. Ned's not evil, he just takes back stuff. Do you guys remember who took the the, the pets? Oh, a poo. Yeah, yeah. which also seems extra, like, I don't know, somebody else should take them than Mr. Nice Apu, their good friend. At least they'll have a good home. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. He just had his wedding there. (laughs) Hey, yeah, you know what, fuck you. Apu, like come on, and I, I also like the gag that comic book guy like put the silverware anywhere but in front of your genitals. Like, yeah. what are you doing? This is like weirdly, like I said, I watched this episode for this to watch for to do this with you guys. I watched this in an empty apartment, so like the, just the with scene, your washcloth. I was like, I was a little bit jealous because I, I think at the time when I was watching, I still had to move a bunch of things out. I'm like, oh man, just to just have if all my 
friends could just steal from me right now. That'd be great. <laughs> just start over from zero. Inclu- <laughs> including knives. Like, I never realized, how do I transport knives? I'd already mm. taken all the Tupperware away, so I put it in a bag and just hoped that it didn't, like, shift around in the car that's and a, stab me. Boy, that's, <laughs> I never even thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> Handle first. Yeah. Uh, but yes, now here is the uh, happy ending. What the hell's going on? Well, we hated being mad at you, Homer, so we decided to make things right. Consider your debt repaid, neighbor. And then some. Look, I know this has been a stressful holiday, but in a way, having nothing reminds us how lucky we really are. (laughs) What? We still have each other. And isn't that the best gift of all? But we would have had each other anyway. Yeah, plus lots of other stuff. Maybe (laughs) so. But there's one thing they forgot to take away from us. This washcloth. Hey, that's my washcloth. The hell it is! Give me this madness! It's just a washcloth! (laughs) Besides, it's mine. Yoink! They give it a moment of sweetness. Yeah, yeah. Even I, though they like, for, you know, all of your material possessions being taken—that's that's fine. But like, they just lost their pets. Like that yeah. should hurt them. Yeah, that that should be actually pretty painful. Yeah. <laughs> well, and all their like uh, memories, their photo yeah. albums, like all that stuff, and. The Homer should have said, like, how long have we had these fish? <laughs> I like it. Like Skinner a, wanted those fish. <laughs> I like a good Marge yoink. That's that's funny. But yeah. Also, why does Skinner think that fish is worth the way he says like and then some? It's like, how, how's that fish worth a lot to you? <laughs> you should be posting that capsule, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> in episode three F O four, Skinner expresses a distaste for fish. <laughs> <laughs> uh the <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, my internal dialogue on this is just that they found after this, they found some way to pay everyone back monetarily and they gave them their mm, thing. They back. stole from, let's say, grandpa. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's they something happened and they got it back. And also, the next episode is a clip show, which really just resets everything, uh, too. So, like, there is a drawer full of videotapes of the Simpsons show that they pull out in that clip show. Oh, right, that's right. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's a, it is a, I like that it's a parody of a sweet ending. That Bart says what I would have said as a kid, too, of like, we always had each other and lots of <laughs> other stuff. Like, I don't care. This That moral's dumb. <laughs> but uh, Homer with his washcloth, I think, too, at least, they didn't lose everything because if they packed some things to take them uh, for their trip to Burbank, that's still in the car, and their car <laughs> was not stolen. That's true. Yeah. So. yeah, I really think this episode only works in the terms of its plotting once the first time Mm -hmm. you see it because it is very cleverly written in that there are two major plot twists that you don't see coming but once you see it coming it's just sort of waiting to get to the end because you know Mm -hmm. what's going to happen so i feel like it, it was effective on me once but it's not as fun to go back to watch yeah, that's probably why in the Henry VHS it was it was less watched <laughs> as well. But I still, yeah, I still think it's like among the top tier of, of Christmas episodes. Oh yeah, yeah. Back. I uh, would agree. It's yeah. very funny. There's still tons of funny stuff in it too. Yeah. It's just the ending always makes me feel bad. I, 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 don't I like mean, that. I mean, like I said before, I, I love that it's kind of a, it almost has that serious finale vibe, and the, yes. they're, they're still very much like a like a family. But I also love, and it kind of makes up for using such a cliched song as Jingle Bell Rock. That ending song. It's yes. like I I'm, I'm like a Christmas media addict like shows movies whatever like the, even the say by the bell episode uh 
And it's like, I've never heard this Christmas song that you Yeah, same here, episode. before or since. Yeah. Me neither. No, it was a very deep cut. It's it's Bill Willis and his Texas Playboys mm. is the name a of that. Very sexy Christmas. <laughs> and uh, that'll be the song taking us out in yeah. this episode, too. I'd never heard it before either. Uh, it, you know, another of my favorite Christmas listing things was the John Waters Christmas uh. collection of just all of songs like this, though, not this song, of just a collection of like, you know, campy silly yep. old songs that uh also like make you kind of uncomfortable but also yes. uh, they're, they're like the they're like the pink they're the pink plastic of christmas yep. a very american ugly but lovable <laughs> christmas that i really love like yeah. and that's what this song uh, reminds me of too here the especially that it's all about like uh it's it's a weird old man singing in a childish way about how awesome it is that Santa's coming. And also two kids who are in the song as well. Yes. It feels like a cowboy song for some reason. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, that's... Well, they're not... But they're not cowboys. They're playboys. Ah, true. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Talking Simpsons, everyone. Thanks to Dave Rudden for coming in. Dave, you work at the Wrestling Factory as far Uh, as I know. Can you talk about that at all? Uh, Yeah, I work for Visual Concepts. The developers of WWE 2K. So, you know, (laughs) when those games come out, be sure to buy them. Uh, But I am also, I'm on Twitter, at Dave Rudden, and also I, I did look it up. Uh, if you have negative money at the end of Jeopardy, you, you don't get to do Final Jeopardy. Oh. So just heading off those comments <laughs> the past. But if you have other comments about this and other Christmas episodes of The Simpsons, yeah, talk to me on Twitter, at Dave Rudden. Yeah, thanks, Dave, for coming Thank on. Thank you and, so much, uh, Dave. You had like a, a somewhat recent work anniversary. You've been there for over a year, so yeah. congrats. And Thank a recent yeah. uh, wedding engagement, yep. so congrats yep. to you on that. So much yeah. going on. Yeah. Yes, thanks. I'm And and moving, like I, yeah. I'm, I'm happy that you could find the time to, to come by here, though, uh, spoil, uh, to really date this, this is two birds with one stone because Dave yeah. also came by to watch a pro wrestling pay-per-view yeah, as well. So we're having some fun. Yes. I have to leave, not because I don't like wrestling. <laughs> I really have to do a lot of work before I go to uh, Canada again. Uh, but yes, as for us, we're part of the Talking Simpsons Network. And if you go to patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons, you can find out how to support the show. And for the low price of five bucks a month, you'll get every episode of this podcast one week ahead of time and ad-free. And the same goes for our sister show, What a Cartoon, along with that $5 a month you'll also get all kinds of bonus podcasts we've done dozens and dozens at this point including exclusive series that will never leave patreon like talking critic talking futurama and the newly being released talking of the hill where we're going through the entire first season of king of the hill and our talking simpsons format and we have a new ten dollar tier new ish i will call it it's been four months <laughs> but what is that tier henry for our premium patrons if you go up to the ten dollar a month level you'll get to hear our monthly what a cartoon movie podcast where me and bob go through a different animated feature film for almost up to and including three and a half hours. Uh, We did that for Batman Mask of the Phantasm, Kiki's Delivery Service, Akira, and a goofy movie. And this month, it's it's Don Bluth's The Secret of Nim. You'll be able to only hear that if you go up to the $10 and up level at patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons. And if you sign up at the $10 level, you'll also get 18 months worth of videos we recorded for that level, including full commentaries on things like the all the Tracy Ullman Simpson shorts. So a lot is happening there. And again, if you want to sign up at any level, please go to patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons. As for me, I've been one of your hosts, Bob Mackey. Find me on Twitter as Bob Servo. My other podcast is Retronauts. It's a classic gaming podcast. Every Monday and occasionally Friday, go to Retronauts.com or look for Retronauts in your podcast machine. Look for a topic that you like. Download that episode and subscribe to it, why don't you? 
you. How about you, Henry? Hey, I'm Henry Gilbert. Follow me on Twitter at H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G. If you follow me there, you'll find out whenever new things go live on the Patreon or my reactions to Simpsons news and other stuff, too. That's H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G. Thanks for joining us, folks. We'll see you next week for all singing, all dancing. We'll see you then. Jingling, 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 Santa's on his way. Oh, be good, be good, the way you know you should. He's got some toys for girls and boys who promise to be good. Got a bike for Billy and a doll for Jane. Got a dress for Mary and a sewing game. A plane for Johnny and a cowboy gun. He's got something for everyone. Hooray, hooray, oh, hear the merry sleigh. Jingling, 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 Santa's on his way. Something for everyone.